Stress to the head. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the head. I see the things that they do, way less than they say. Cause it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby. Look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. Uh, a war on the real baby look out cause this a war on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out cause this a war on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out can't be a real might get you canceled the whole system need to dismantle coppers treated like the utmost warning trying to rule the block but don't know what goes on me news got a story with a new take on me carrying out the window with the screw face on me but I know that God love me when my burn 95 degrees and I can't get sunburned Wonder when your government don't make me legal Burn the whole city if I can't be equal Get off my please Brad I earn that 400 years how you still ain't learn I take pack to the lung kill the stress to the heat I'm trying to do more for the soul way less for the bread I guess uh, uh, I take pack to the lung kill the stress to the I see the things that they do way less than they say. Cause it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. A war on the real, baby. Look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. A war on the real, baby. Look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. A war on the real, baby. Look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. A war on the real, baby. Shout out to the trying to gentrify the genre. Tell them free my middle finger to your honor. In the days coming down the seconds on the time. Goofy still trying to purchase that designer. About to buy, learn to grow my own food. Cause I don't like the look they give me in the whole foods. And when you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. But it ain't on me now, I'm limping cause my heavy. But ain't sweet, think we then. My whole attitude on MC Ren. It's my neighborhood now bob i bought that 400 years i just still ain't caught i take pack to the lung kill the stress to the heat 
I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the head. I see the things that they do, way less than they say. Because it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Because it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Grand Rising, Grand Rising, Grand Rising. Welcome to the Rising Show with Empress G and that behind the scenes non entity named Lance Gervin. Stop it, it's too early. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no non-entities around here. You know what I mean? There is no non-entities around here. You are, you are my myself. perpetual host. Yes, well, that's that's a great Sir honor Lance. on its own. Sir, <laughs> sir, Sir <laughs> Lance, sir. <laughs> How are you, this rising? I am good. I'm very good. I'm sure they heard what I said. I called you serve, not scurve. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, that's my old name out the streets when I used to drive the van, Sir Lance. Across the back of the van. So I know. that may hear that. Like, oh, I knew I knew that guy. And that's when I had hair. Before oh. I decided to shave it off, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frustrating. I was, I, was, I was OCD with my hair. Everything had to be, like, in perfect place. Go to the barber three days later, there's something growing out. Hey, cut this down. Oh, God. That's the way I am. Oh, dear. <laughs> Just want to make an announcement and apologize for not having a show yesterday. It was been, it's been a lot on the plate. You know, sometimes you hit those crunch times. And mm-hmm. also, my body is weird. Every now and then, every other year, my body gets into this phase where I'm firing off. My adrenal glands start firing off. Mm-hmm. You know, adrenaline is like poison. Mm-hmm. You don't burn it up. You understand? So all of a sudden I would get hype. And really for the last, well, before last night, which mm-hmm. wasn't a full night's sleep, I didn't sleep for about maybe two and a half, three days. I, I lay down, just get up, lay down. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, that will segue into the other stuff that there are a lot of people that I have to reach out to do things for whatever. Please don't take it any kind of funny way that I'm ignoring you or whatever. It is, it's a full plate that I have. And people mm-hmm. say, well, what? I have a full plate too. But Not doing same. that stuff is what I love, but it's very cerebral. And then when you have a situation where your adrenal glands are firing off, and then now you can do more, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then there's a point where you get to a type of exhaustion. Not like, oh, you've been pushing yourself and you're exhausted. Because I, I will get my sleep sometimes later. And sometimes I'll miss a little bit. But this is something completely different. Mm-hmm. And so at the worst of it, you find yourself staring at the computer not able to really get much done because you're so fired up it's the middle of the night and you've been up all night didn't sleep the next earlier day so you you get you get burnt out but it's mm-hmm. not a burnout where i can't handle it because i'm built for this but when you throw that in the mix the delicate balance of sleep and and production and stuff gets thrown off so there have been a few people out here who feel insulted you didn't call me you know please don't take it that way but then again understand that if they're 16 people you have to get a call to. I can't talk for two hours. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Each component, you know, and I love to talk and I always accommodate. I always accommodate, but there's certain (laughs) times in the schedule I can't lounge. Mm -hmm. I can't lounge. Mm -hmm. It's like, I got to do this. Right. You know, that's like somebody being insulted that, you know, I came to the boxing match and at least you could have stepped out the 60 seconds between rounds and sat down and put your arm around me and said, hi, I'm in a fight. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Somebody should take my head off. I will do that after. Mm-hmm, but some mm-hmm. don't understand. So, well, I'm not. Step if it's that way, I'll never call you again. Well, okay. Well. Right, right, right. <laughs> this song sounds loud. We going to something else here. So I don't want that right there like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like that. Um, um, oh God! And now all of a sudden, I can't think of the name. That's the kind of beat where you're finally glad to get home after mm-hmm. a hard day's work. Mm-hmm. Like get through. <laughs> I find myself gravitating more toward music like this. You know, I love the aggressive stuff, but um yeah, I do. This, I mean, this I calms but you I down. Little, this I don't have to be down. in battle mode. I've been battling all my life. Right. I take it a lot more now. I have That's to. Right. That's right. That's right. Because because at this age, not that you feel like you're 85 years old, but with me, I'm always aggressive without looking aggressive. Like I gotta do this, I gotta do that. And even that will keep you in a state of mind of pushing, 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 pushing. So I like that, you're but I gotta balance. Up. I'm breaking up. Mm-hmm. Well you keep dropping out. I mean like little yeah. Oh, like clipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, let's see how that goes. Maybe it's my position by the mic. We'll see. But, um, see, yeah, like um, I said. Queen Red Pill just gave you some advice. Ginseng, oat straw, and maca are good for your adrenals. Thank you, Queen Red Pill. See, I was supposed to call Queen Red Pill and didn't. And I want to see. That's, that's you know. It'll oh, happen. yes, I see uh, vigilance. Like I said before, this is a fine example. She left me a message. I didn't get back to her. So don't mm-hmm. take that as there's so much mm-hmm. to play right now. So I'm gonna have to take a day and just go down to the messages and, and everything like that. Right, so, right, right, right. And um, if you want to come on in the room where everybody else is, you can come over to YouTube Landscurve because the comments you make on Facebook, the folks on YouTube won't see. So right. I always kind of say that if you're right. on Facebook. Come on over so, to Grand Rising, everybody. Grand Rising, Grand Rising, Grand Rising. I should have done this last Friday before Halloween. Transylvania G. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know. Transylvania G. (laughs) Anyways. Hello, everyone. How y'all doing? Grand Rising. Good to see you. I missed you guys yesterday. But um, it couldn't be helped. And so I hope you enjoyed um, our lovely Yonika, Yonika Nicole. I hope you enjoyed her show. It was spirited. It was interesting. It gave a lot of good advice on what we shouldn't do, especially we women. You know, keep your business to yourself. Keep your intimate business to yourself. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and go watch the show for yesterday. Excuse me. It was it was really good. Um, so let's do roll call this rising. Grand Rising Sister Sun Kiss Felicia. 
first one on deck. Good to see you. She's Brad like Ryzen. that that always shows up first, long before. Yes. And she's already there. And it's like, you get points for that. It's like mm -hmm. attendance. Yeah. So and, she doesn't and, show and, early. It's like, it's like, what's wrong? Let's look for her. <laughs> exactly. And then she came and there, she, she got there and there was nobody there. So she ran to the bathroom and came back and said, Grand Rising again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Grand Rising, oddly. Good to see you. Boy, you haven't been here in a little bit, but it's good to see you. Um, Tammy, hello, love. Yes, you got our legs right there. Good to see you. Tanya Lloyd, Grand Rising, Grand Rising, Grand Rising, Garion. Um, so good to see you. Romy Rome, Grand Rising. Hello there. Queen Red Pill, Grand Rising, my sister. How are you? Synovia, hello. Guys, didn't we have a good time yesterday on Positively Angela's um, class? It was so amazing. She was off the rails. She did, she did little skits, you know, to show you how you need to take, you know, talk to yourself. She's something else. She's so original. She is. Me. Yes, indeed. She's something else. I mean, like seriously, um, a one man, a one woman pantomime show. Hi, Yolo. Yes, indeed. Um, Grand Grand Rising. Good to see you, Kay Levy. Hello there. Good to see you, Dame Johnson. Hi, Sugar Peas, Skirvos. Hello there. Great abundant day to you too, my sister. Good, good, good to see you, Sherwin Charles. Hello there, Grand Rising. Um, let's see who else is here. Who else is here? Uh, Yvonne. Hello, love. How are you, Grand Rising? Um, Sheila Hendricks, hello with all the beautiful hearts and the blessings and all of those wonderful things. So good to see you. Um, come on, come on, computer. Come on, computer. Um, let's see, let's see, let's you see. You want some vigilance on, um, from Facebook. Oh, Roberta, <laughs> Roberta, I'm sorry because I'm over on YouTube. I'm over on the YouTube page. Oh, Roberta, yeah. yeah. I'm I woke up a little bit before, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Roberta. How are you? Good to see you over there. Please come over to um, please come over to YouTube so we can all vibe together. Um, let's see who else is here. Thanks, Sugar P. Scrooge Greedy. Hello there. How are you, Rasta Black? Hello. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, we'll, we'll get into all of the stepfather convo in a few seconds, guys, because I don't want to miss and you know, don't start talking about it yet because I don't want to miss our brother Lance miss too much of your comments, especially if you have something good to say. So let's kind of, you know, start that convo a little bit later on down, down the, um, down there. Let's see. Okay. So you, you know what just happened, right? Your computer, right? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay, let me see. Do you know where I left off, sir? Uh, um, let me see, because I scrolled down a little bit too, just look at the comments. Hold on. Um, okay, got I, screen, right? I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, Black. Rasta Black, and then um, they were having a conversation. Okay. Hi, Azula. How are you? Grand Rising. Yes, indeed. Hi, Akosua. Hello, sis. Good to see you. Um, let's see. There's more conversation going on. Hi, Rachel. 
Grand Rising, Grand Rising, Grand Rising. Um, Amir, hello, hello there. How are you? Um, is this Sean Thomas, Orlando family reaching out? Nice to see you. Um, yes, Indigo King, Grand Rising, Kim C. Hello, love. Yes, how are you? Um, Purdy Naps, Grand Rising. Zulu Nation. Wow, a lot of people I haven't seen in a few days. You know, good to see you. Um, love you too, Scrooge Greedy. Yes, indeed. Uh, Ryan Small, Grand Rising. Hello, lovey. Anika, how are you? Grand Rising. Yay. Onika in the house. My folks love that show, Anika. You got to do more. Yes, 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 yes. Bring your advice, girl. Bring your advice. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Hello, everyone. So good to see y'all. I'm so glad you're here. Like I said, I missed, 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 missed everybody yesterday. And we were trying to get an evening show going. But, you know, it's, you know, the, the thought and the mind is willing to do things. But you can't always you know get to do exactly what you want to do you know so well but we're here now so let's make the best of it and let's you know get this show on the road this party started right <laughs> yes let's get the party started yeah. i could use some music so but that's all right. yeah, let me yes. let me just make a, a, a disclaimer or or set the record straight and and i'm glad that um rasta black and steve oh steve <laughs> scrooge greedy mm -hmm. and statements because most of the time that's the way it is and right. there's stigmas that come with titles and mm -hmm. you know that there's a lot of great mother-in-laws out here but you know yes. on tv when you hear oh god my mother-in-law you know what i mean mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. and, uh, the honeymooners he never got along with his mother-in-law <laughs> and um, bad situations will sometimes overshadow the good like when right. we speak of chicago most people who have never been there oh my god are the bullets flying or but because that that you know superseded the reputation superseded the actual thing mm -hmm, they're, mm -hmm. they're not thinking about that and it happens but it happens everywhere also right so exactly it's chosen in a way to be polarized and we pick up on the negative experiences of others but right the aim of the show today is about those situations that may not be so pleasant you know what i mean and mm -hmm. I've been around situations and in the past situations like that. So it's not a bitter show. Like I'm, it's all bad, but I will say things that seem that way. And there's a lot of people out here who get into situations where it's, um, it's not too nice uh -huh. and get into those situations. And again, I appreciate all of the wonderful things in those unions when it's good, but I want to point out a few things that will might make it, a disaster but i'm not by any means saying that it's all a disaster you know or a death wish right because you know, we, we we are the sum total of our experiences and if you had a really bad experience with something then it's like it's going to flavor your thoughts on that right so i've seen lots of great situations that way but you have to have certain things in place for it to work out and if you don't have certain things in place for it to work out these are the situations that I want to speak on, which you may need to have intact, which can be red flags. You see what I mean? Because it, it's it's really 
a hybrid situation. Mm-hmm. It's tough mm-hmm. enough you have blood children. Mm-hmm. It's tough enough you have it that way. And you got to get over those obstacles because the world is pulling at your children, whether they're stepchildren or whether they're, you know, biological children, the world, you're in a struggle, whether you know it or not. Yeah. Not so much when they're first born and you just, you know, feed them, they're home and in the crib crying. Once they start to get independent or their mind, long before they're actually independent, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have this stigma because the TV's grabbing them, the smartphone is grabbing them, the peers are grabbing them. You right. don't know what's, right. what's, what's, what's seasoning their mind away from you. And then you have those challenges, no matter what the arrangement, worse and more intense if you're a single parent, because you have to occupy two positions mm-hmm. and look over two things. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when that accountant on a job doesn't show up and now the rest of the, 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 the company has to kick in now and add their little bit in. Say, for example, that accountant is sick. Right. It'll be out for a few weeks. There's no, it's not necessary to hire a new accountant. Maybe, maybe so sometime, but we all should have the wherewithal and the ability to cover. Mm-hmm. So when you have a single father, and there are a lot more out there than one would imagine. And especially single mothers, we know they're out there. Mm-hmm. And we probably agree that there are more single mothers out here than single fathers. I don't know the statistics, but from eyeballing it, we say, oh, you're pretty much all right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much, I don't know whether it's, 99% is not 100%. So you got to run two things. So there are a lot of stresses in relationships that are well-balanced that you will be stressed in certain areas. And that's just the way this world is because they're grabbing for the minds of your children. You as an adult still have your needs, your wants, your desires, your goals. And so how do we juggle all of this? I mean, even me running a website, you know, the YouTube videos for me, the live shows and stuff, that's child's play. That's mm-hmm. just surface. Right. It's like when you go to an event, a wedding, a, a party or something, and it's catered and 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 you have all these different transportation to get there, the people to guess, you know, what color you want to have the place decked out in, or lime green and white or whatever. There's a lot of planning that goes into these things. And I could imagine, and I do know for a fact what it does having raised children, you know, um, myself. So right. Taking into consideration there are a lot of factors involved, and it's not like this is a one-size-fits-all or just a negative show. But I will be speaking about a lot of the negatives of what can happen if you don't, number one, have communication. That's so cliche, and that's yes. so funny to people. Oh, yeah, okay, you say communication. But that's the crux of, of everything. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to relate and communicate before mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. anything, whether it's a business arrangement. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a romantic, look, 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 if you're doing a booty call, you still have to have communication, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Be real. And you know, I don't lean toward using that word booty, but I can't say, you know, um, gluteus maximus call. You know what I mean. <laughs> people, right? The booty mm-hmm. of war. Or, you know, that's you always have a derriere call. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a backside call. Right? Backside call. <laughs> Everybody's going to call it an ass call. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how they do. So, Everything is communication. I'm going to say that over and over on so many different um, subjects that we t- touch on because, again, the goal of this particular platform that when we do speak on something, we go in with yes. surgical precision. Yes. So in the comment section later on when the video is up, if you really listen, please don't say, oh, you can't say that it's all bad. I know that. I'm saying that now. But we are focusing on those situations where 
some stepfathers like, what the hell did I get into? What mm-hmm. the hell did I get involved mm-hmm. in? Do I have a death wish? Because things just right. might be so out of whatever. So we're not saying everybody, but some. We're not right. saying all, right. but some. Okay? We have stepfathers that are terrible. We have stepfathers from hell. We have step uh, stepmothers from hell, symbolically, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say, see, because there are people out here that listen to the show, and you won't know it, but they're listening, right? And you don't know the emails I get. You don't mm-hmm. know the messages mm-hmm. I get. I get books mm-hmm. in email form sometimes, and they're waiting by the sidelines to have something negative to say. So if you ever wonder why I'm repetitious, and me shooting out these verbal disclaimers, that's the reason why. Because right. some people just don't listen. They don't listen. So all these few minutes of things I said as a disclaimer, for some reason, they're still going to hold on to one word. So later on down in this show, know that I'm not being Mr. Negative. Being a stepfather can work. Having stepchildren can work. But there are some disasters out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I go to the corner here, right here, six feet over, and scratch my back. How come every time your back itches or whatever, it's some part you can't reach? So keep talking. Always. Your piece for a second. I'm just going to take 15 seconds and, 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 and scratch my back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, dear. Oh, gosh. Okay, so let's listen. Grand Rising to everyone that just came in to the chat. Superman Heru, Grand Rising to you. Um, is there anyone else that just came in or is it just conversation going on? Um, it's just conversation. This is going to be an interesting, a very interesting um, show topic. You know, um, it, it's, it's really going to be an interesting show topic because um, my dad was a was a stepfather and I, I can't I can't really say glowing things about that you know so um, I'm gonna just hold on to whatever it is hi Sherry P that I want to interject um, as I see where brother Lance is taking this topic you know because um, like he said you do have some really 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 good stepfathers out there you know they come in and they take over and they raise those children as if they belong to them and no problem not at all you know and then you have situations where you know they come in hi Titaleo, how are you grand rising you know they come in and they want you to put your children aside as if they don't exist and and just focus on them you know and that can't work so like brother lance said you have to have conversation you have to have that talk you know i i come with children i come with pocketbooks you know I, i've got two pocketbooks really lovely you know designer pocketbooks that i take with me everywhere i go and so that has to be talked about how do you feel about it um do you have a problem, you know, with, you know, raising, you know, helping me raise someone else's child? Do you have a problem with, you know, their dad coming over? Can we, you know, coexist, co-parent, co-mingle, you know, how, how can we make this work? If, listen, don't, you know, because once again, you know, it, it comes back down to this sex thing, you know, and people get caught up, especially if you start sleeping with each other before you sort things out then emotions get involved and feelings get involved and you know the 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 um 
that thing is just so good. You know, it's just so good to you, especially women, you know. That ding dong, that ding, that ding dong. It goes from a ding to being a dong with a little yeah, stipulation. I know, I know. Ding dong. <laughs> Anybody home? Ding dong. <laughs> oh, you'll know when somebody's home, trust me. Okay. Um, but, you know, yeah, it, it, it gets so good that, you know, you start losing your sensibilities and, you you know, you, you're not thinking, oh, there are other factors that need to be sorted out, you know. And the next thing you know, you're planning wedding and you're planning living together. And those two little, little persons that you see looking over there on this banner, you know, they get pushed to the side until it's time to start raising them now and discipline comes in and, um, you know, or anything else that comes along the way. So, yes, at the end of the day, that conversation needs to be had before anything else is had, you know, before we swallow good or we spit, before, you know, (laughs) (laughs) before they do what they do and make you feel good. Got to have that conversation. (laughs) Yes, sir. Uh, I'll let you go on from there. And there's apartments out here named the Swallow Good Apartments. And I just thought it was so, come out of nowhere with that. Like, she's a sensible person. What does she mean by that? And what does she mean by swallow? Okay, no, we ain't too much that We're one, not right? going there, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy who got a little older, got to the Alzheimer's thing. Not like, well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just starting to get into the Alzheimer's. But he, you know, he was older. And as I got, you know, older, but he, he started talking stupid. And he wasn't one of those pastors who was like a full-time pastor of the church. He was some guy who rented a place when he was younger, but it's still older. And he was a pastor, and there was no sign or whatever. He, had, he used to run a little church. Right. Like 15, 20 people, 25 people, or whatever. But as he got older, he started saying things off, off of the top of his head. <laughs> yeah. So you know, he's sitting there, you know, and you're hi, Mr. So-and-so. Or somebody was calling pastor or whatever. And that had been over for like a long time, like 10 years or whatever. And so he's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm everything's good. You know, praise the Lord. Oh boy, I love a woman who swallows. What? What? Yeah, he would say that. Oh wow. I love a swallower. Oh you know, my God. You want to even be around him? You see him, and would always say it when another guy comes around. And he's talking to women, no problem. And you come around, hey man, <laughs> make sure that girl you with swallows. I'm like, I keep going. Oh like, my gosh. He kind of knew, you know, he would say other things too, you know, girl, God, God sure blessed you back there after a really good, decent conversation and leaving, he'd say something like that and mess it up. Like, did he really say that? <laughs> so, you know, and right. he kept a straight face. Like, so the embarrassment had to go somewhere. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. my dear. So, yes. <clears throat> You're right, Zenobia. Oh. Um, it happens, you know. It li- it literally happens. Yes, indeed. They put, yeah, you so- know, some women put their 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 husband or the man they're with ahead of their children. Yeah, yeah. See, so that's not good either. But mm-hmm. on the flip side, there, there's like you know, there's all angles. I'm gonna touch on all angles. Just shooting from the hip, right? You know, when you live. After a while, you know, you can kind of shoot from the hip and cover things. It might be 15% of things I missed. So for those who listen to this afterward, it's like, don't get me for that. I'll come back and do another show and uh, 
talk to it. Um, yeah, so communication, entering into it, understand that you got to have communication on a normal relationship or normal pairing where um, it's one man, one woman, and you want to get married. Mm -hmm. You want to get with each other. Which, as you get older, you realize that, you know, anybody that you're talking to or with, you should be moving toward that. There should mm -hmm. be no limit to what, well, I'm going to fall in love with you and live with you, but eh, I don't think I'll marry you. Then, then why not? You may have had a bad situation. You both decide not to get married, but understand that you, there's certain amenities and certain legal uh, whatever. You know, when it's a good thing, it's no problem. When it's a bad right. thing now, you right. get divorced and you got attached to that living room set that you didn't buy, but she has to take it. Well, you can buy your own, but just you get into certain things that's so painful to unravel. So one man, one woman is, needs communication alone. So now say, for example, let's pick other things that have nothing to do with the whole stepfather thing. Say you, you get with a woman. I'm saying this from a man's point of view. So it's still interchangeable. When I say, when you get with a woman, don't say, why didn't you say when you get with a man? This means a woman get with a man back and forth. I'm not going to say it twice. When you mm -hmm. get with a woman, get with a man, whatever have you, they may have an elderly parent that needs care and needs time. While when you visit in that phase and take them out when they got somebody to look after them, things were cool. But now uh -huh. you're with them. So now that you're with them, you can't expect them to be completely free and focused on you or you just focused on them. Right. Because you may have to go or he may have to go to the hospital or doctor may have to come by. There may have to be some type of uh, aid there or that lives there or visits there and they can't make it. You got to give certain medications. Uh -huh. Are you willing to open your life up if you care for this woman enough to take on the responsibilities that she has that she cannot abandon? Okay. Right, right. Have that. You may have a woman or the other person you're going after who is going to school and they're pretty much over everything. They may need one more year of schooling. Can you sacrifice with them if you can envision a life with them? Right. So it's not just do you have kids? So it, it's and then you can still have those situations with a ailing parent or you're in school and you have children. Mm -hmm. Will you will you help and be an addition to that person's life? As opposed to, I just want to come over there and you focus on me. Yeah, well, if she had somebody to babysit them and you were dating and you had the focus time where it's completely you, you have to understand that as you embrace this mate, whether it's male or female, you have to embrace mm -hmm. everything that's about them. And that's exactly. the righteous thing. And that's what you should be doing. But the viewpoint I'm talking about now is when you're willing to and you give your all mm -hmm. money, time, you almost gut yourself out for the cause. Like to say, you know what? I really love this woman or you really love this man. And I'm going to give my all and prove to all of them what mm -hmm. I'm about. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show love to these children. I'm mm -hmm. going to spend time with these children. Best from what I've seen also, remember that it's not a one size fits all situation. So when we say stepfather, right? There's certain unique things about the stepfather father that he has have in place when you say stepmother yes it's an overlapping positioning but there's still things that are very unique in being a stepmother children react to your energy in a different way right and again again we have different situations maybe if you're a man single as a father and you bring a woman who you deem as being worthy into your home after checking them out dating getting to know them Mm -hmm. Provided it's not like, well, I met this chick at the club last week, so <laughs> you're know, gonna, gonna be the mama of my kids. No, not like that. We're not, we're not, we're not accepting those dysfunctional situations that 
had no chance of not being dysfunctional. Right. Because you didn't have education to take time. But remember, this, this stepmother, the children are going to receive her different mm-hmm. because she is a woman. So if she has certain idiosyncrasies about her that the children can't really understand, but it's like in their little mind, it's like something wrong, something different about her, right? Well, we have to deal with that. And you have to be sensitive enough all along the way. Because, see, when you walk from sitting down watching the TV to go to the bathroom, you get a whole girl, I got to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But when you have uh, 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 four glasses of, of lemonade that you're walking from the kitchen to outside, you walk more careful because you don't want those things to spill. Right? That's right. So when you have other factors like children involved, it's not, well, I'm getting along with her and she's getting along with me. Well, how are they getting along with you? And now when you walk into a situation where there's no communication between, and again, it's interchangeable, but as a man, I speak from a man's point of view, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When there's no communication in the pre-existing situation and you come with your communicating ass, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You ain't going to get between those kids and the mother on how they didn't speak with each other. Right. You have to check this out. You have to really test the circuits and make sure the current is flowing properly. Now, some people meet and it just works out without checking anything out. But it's just like with used Toyota vehicles or used Audis or or Benzes or whatever. They have a 57-point check when you're selling them used. So you have confidence when you're getting this used car, this used vehicle. But do we go through the checks within ourselves to make sure that we'll run right on the road of life and in relationships and the intermingling of different energies that may have different DNA, but can work if you make sure to go through these checks and troubleshoot and see what a potential might be for trouble down the line, usually in how those children accept that stepfather. Right. These are very complicated things that we need to look after because it's easy to get in, but it's hard to get out. Right. And when you have children, it's easy that one misunderstanding can snowball into something that they will hate you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And there is discipline needed. How do you feel about that man who is not the biological father disciplining your children? Will you step in also? Not that the man is a wuss or a wimp or whatever, but will you step in since you as the mother are the first line of defense with your children? Do you step back and let him run the show? That's too harsh of a transition for children. You've got to be on the same page when you have these children that are yours and the man is the stepfather. You've got to be on the same page. But if you're used to coddling them, if you're used to enabling them, if you're used to letting them slide because you feel that for many years they didn't have the father. Now, if the father passed away, Unfortunately, it's not the same feel because that's an absolute thing and he's gone from this plane forever. But if those children know that that father is cross town, but not really in their life, it kind of bugs them because they don't understand why isn't daddy here? Who is this man? He's not my father. And so for the stepfather, you can't come on like I'm your father now. You hold the positioning of father and we know that you're not the biological, and they kind of know if they knew their father. Right. That not that way. Now, unless 
they didn't know any other man and you came into their life before they realized, right? Maybe a mm -hmm. year and a half after they were born and you're there and you're known as the father, they will have a more emotional attachment to you. And we have to also look at the fact that, well, the children, what ages are they? Right. Okay. These little children in the banner, they're old enough to know that this man is not their father. So if you see how the little girl is looking, she may not be too pleased with him because she might know her biological daddy and yearn for him. Who is this Negro in the house going in the bedroom with mommy all night? So she's going to have feelings. The little boy looks like he's annoyed at something looking down. You know, kids look down. But what happens if you're a stepfather that comes into the situation with that mother who has children and the children are already teenagers, 13, 15, 17, 18, their mold is already formed like concrete that has to dry. So now they're not as pliable. They're not as receptive. They're just really looking to go out in the world and do their thing. Or maybe they're clingy and don't want to do anything. Right. Because the rule didn't require them that. Maybe the mother coddled them so much and made them feel as though you don't have to worry. I'm going to always enable you. You have mothers who are fair in their love and just, and you have some who enable. Well, if you're somewhat, I'm not saying of a hard drill sergeant. I'm just saying drill sergeant to show the contrast. Mm -hmm. If you're a disciplinarian, how do you deal with those children when the mother doesn't want to come down too hard on them because she feels guilty for divorcing the father? Right. So I got to make right. for what they don't have. And they can't really see your effect on being there in the home. So remember, as we speak in this conversation, there are just too many variables, mm -hmm. too many to have yeah. a one size all conversation. So exactly. if anything is said that steps on one's toes or go against the narrative of, of what you experience, just understand these are very, very variables. It's that a one very broad topic. Yes. Very, yes. very broad. I mean, I should have been yeah. more specific in it. I can take this particular topic of a stepfather. Mm -hmm. I can get 50 shows out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I can think of a stepmother mm -hmm. and get 100 shows out of it from a different angle. It could so be just a step-parent, so everybody feels right. included, you know. So those who are just new here, understand my favorite word on all these shows is that I like to go in with surgical precision mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. that one aspect of it, not to denounce the other aspects. Because I would, if I did this, the next two months we'll be talking about stepfather. So I'll do it now and come back later on as needed. Right. Okay. Right. What communication and being on the same page, you must mm -hmm. do that because. When things get testy or a little mm -hmm. rough, mm -hmm. and you may just have to hear those words, you ain't my daddy, mm -hmm. you ain't my father. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is always going to be in the back of their young minds, that the first thing they're going to say <coughs> is that you're not my father. You, are you ready for that? Have you emotionally invested yourself into these children and you, you, you feel as though you have an understanding? Where maybe the father comes around or he doesn't come around, but they know they have a biological father. So you're not trying to be or act like or hold that positioning because now you become the devil. Even when it's not spoken, you, you, you take your time and get close in a way as far as you can get close, but never, never, never try to act like I'm replacing him. You right. will get resentment depending on the age and the relationship that they have with their mother, which should already be balanced enough if she went up and down a list of checks and balances 
to accommodate you, to accommodate you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's so many words we can't say without, without stepping aside for a second. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, just, you know. Well, see, yeah, and and uh, Scrooge Greedy made a great point. He said children are not baggage, you know, they are blessings. Mm -hmm. But remember, in in the package of baggage or blessings, Mm -hmm. how did that mother have them wrapped? Did she talk Mm -hmm. to them about uh, your presence that's going to be upcoming in their lives? You see what I mean? So, and and I applaud Scrooge Greedy for having a wonderful relationship as a stepfather where the most rewarding thing at the end of the day, mm-hmm. when a child grows up to be an adult and they say, you know what? Technically, he's my stepfather, but in reality, he's my father. Exactly. That's what you did a wonderful exactly. job. Exactly. And I applaud Scrooge Greedy for that. And, you, you, know, know? We, you know, we have to be fair also. Um, it's more challenging when the children are at an age where they can somewhat understand the dynamics. You know, it's great if you get if you you get with someone who the child is still fairly young, you know, so you have a hand in molding that child. All they know is you. Well, they'll know that there's another person, but they will have developed a a relationship with you because they were fairly young when you got to the table. You know, the challenges and this is where you have to applaud men who and women who make it work is when you have children who can say, like um, Yvonne said in, you know, in one of her comments, you're not my mommy, you're not my daddy or whatever, you know, because those are hurting words, you know, and right. you, have, you have to have a certain level of, um, what, 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 is, what is maturity, you know, let's be real, to deal with comments like that. You have to have a certain level of empathy and compassion for what those children are, are feeling inside to deal with comments like that, you know? Yes. So, yeah, we have to applaud it, applaud the people that actually can, you know, come in. And if they're able to make it work, they, you know, sometimes mommy has to make sure that she's right there with hubby to make sure children don't get and go sideways, you know? And that's just real. And are you ready for the type of commitment that is necessary? Right. And we know they're not baggage, but Mm -hmm. also in walking into a situation, like I always mentioned, triage, how severe is the damage on each individual? What kind of damage was it? You know, um, it's just amazing how we just walk past all of those things Mm -hmm. and walk right into a situation and not know. Okay, you say you see two people and they say, oh, I'm going to school. Okay, well, I respect that you're going to school. One person who's going to school is doing a course that takes maybe six months to get a certificate. Right. But they're going to school. The next person that's going to school might be going to school to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. It's both school, but one uh entails more of a commitment yeah. than the other. One we would most agree to is a little tougher. Now, right. the person that's going to school for the six-month certificate may be developmentally delayed, but we can also look at that as more of an accomplishment because they have challenges on a mental level. You see what I mean? So everything is relative. And right. um, like we said before, and I saw Sugar PC said, um, Onika facts starting at a negative place isn't good. Um, that's right. So if you see a man who, you know, you have to speak to him about this. Like, mm-hmm. okay, how do you feel my children? As mm-hmm. blessings of baggage, because 
That's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. They have biological children that don't even bother with them. That's right. So you have, because see, when things start to unravel, if an argument happens, and choose your words carefully if you have a disagreement that gets heated, because certain words can sting both ways. Mm -hmm. So you know you'll have a situation where it may be teenagers, and they, 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 and I'm speaking from experience and the experience of dealing with other people or talking to other people. So when I throw these things out, it's going to be a one size fits all of because it's going to sound bad, right? But I'm trying to avoid bad things. But mm -hmm. say for example have um the mother who never really sat down with them on a deeper level and they're not mm -hmm. toddlers and you're speaking to them and there comes that point where there's a disrespect mm -hmm. maybe that 15 year old or 14 year old not only says something that's not appropriate but actually curses out you know the stepfather right i'm talking, cursing them out i've seen situations like this where You'll have that stepdaughter, Emma Effa. You can, mm. you can, you can, you can suck my so and so's. Yeah, this is a kind. Oh, you see, you all many about about that. No, 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 no. I know where my mommy got no you. No way. Suck my pizza. And no lick my way. Pizza. Emma Effa. No. See, see, mm -mm, yeah, mm -mm, yeah. So mm -mm. you as a stepfather, and this is a real thing. See, people don't want to talk about these things. They want to sweep it under the rug and act like it never happened. So now you hold your tongue and you go to the to the mother and say, listen, this is what happened. And they hmm. deal to a point, but they don't deal all the way as they should. And how did it get from one point to the other? You see, because you had to discipline them or whatever, and they didn't like it. Mm -mm. You see, so there are other things mm -mm. involved. No, see, those kind of, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Those kinds of, those kind of, um, that kind of language ain't supposed to come out of no teenager mouth to, to an adult. No, absolutely not. No, I'm sorry. That's, that's no, that's not supposed to happen. No child of mine, first of all, <laughs> it ain't happening. And second of all, no child of mine is going to come out of their face and say nothing like that. N no, it's not happen. No. Mm -mm. So to me, that dear, anyway. And, and that's very much a severe situation, you know. Um, but it's it's... That's very much real. Over years, over years, I've seen multiple situations like this where that mother is too timid to deal, where that was a pre-existing situation before you walked into it mm -mm. as mm -mm. a stepfather. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you also have to be careful when you do discipline them. If, if, if you use one pinky to do so, it's like you used a sledgehammer. You see what I mean? And they will rewrite the narrative over the years to come at you who came at them with a good heart because they're really mad at the fact that their father, mm -hmm. the biological father, was a piece of crap. Mm -hmm. And they feel as though they're violating when they show love to you as they did in the beginning of that union. But then if the, step, the, the real father comes around because he doesn't like how things are going nice and then that daddy chip kicks in. Right? Like, oh my God, I am showing affection and love and enjoying my stepfather. 
I can't mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. because they're still wired to want to be with their biological father. So now they demonize you, come at you, and just off the chain overnight and out of line. And so now you find yourself where you're in a situation where you can put your foot down, mm-hmm. but it's easier to not do so because you see the trap. And when you do, guess what? In mm-hmm. that situation, not all situations, but you have that mother who is too timid, too weak, not to come against the children, not, not, not to discipline them because I'm the man and I'm the new sheriff. And t- No, not like that. But when you're kind and loving and trying to merge in with what's already there, there's homework that she never did that you have to pay the price for. Mm-hmm. Because now all the good attributes that you may have are looked at as a bad thing because subconsciously in that particular situation, mm-hmm. they're comparing you. They're comparing you to the father who's not much of anything. So they have to fabricate any little thing he does and amplify it up. But when you come at them right, influence them right, and should I do, it's almost a sin because you're trying to outdo my daddy. Mm-mm. My daddy can be a piece of crap. And the reason why the mother is not with the father is because of his womanizing and beating her down and not contributing anything. Although he worked and made money, he never gave much, never spent much time. He was more into the women who are out there. You see? Mm-hmm. So we have to look at those factors. So it's those kind of things that I've seen and experienced, you know, even when you're dating or you're, you're with somebody in a committed relationship, but you're not yet ready for marriage, you still have to deal with these things sometimes. Right. And, and right. Very traumatic. So when you hear these men say, Oh no, not all of them. I don't know what their situation was, what they've been through. But when you see them say that, no, no, you don't want to go deal with no baggage. It's because that person had mm-hmm. a very bad experience. So mm-hmm. they have a right to say that to a point from what they experience, but they don't have a right to just say it's a one Children size. Are, right, right, right. Like that. Right. So we have a lot of mothers and fathers who just don't want to see reality for what it is. And some who just don't want to discipline their children at all. And right. now you step in mess. Go ahead. You're about to say something. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, you step into a mess that they are too timid to straighten out. Mm-hmm. I've seen situations where you'd have like kleptomaniac stepchildren or pathological liar stepchildren. I'm not demonizing them. I'm more like the teenagers now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they do some very severe things and they play like you're the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Or they use that tone of voice to the mother to manipulate her, right? Mommy, I don't know. Uh, they're 15, 16 year old now, but there's a mm-hmm. certain tone mm-hmm. and orders mm-hmm. them sons can use, and it paralyzes the mother, and she does their bidding. They're manipulated. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a situation where there's substance abuse involved, and it's not, but the dysfunctional proximity to each other, that, that, that thing where you can do something yeah. and get away with it. Right, right. Uh, You know, and sometimes we as mothers, you know, I mean, it didn't happen to me, but, you know, as I can understand it, because when you go through a divorce, you know, or even a separation, you know, you have, you feel some kind of guilt for removing your children away from, you know, what they found comfortable, you know, whatever was their comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times I think we we tend to overcompensate out of guilt, 
or we tend to do things out of guilt. Now, respect is due to dogs, you know? So I, I don't care when you talk about children being disrespectful, there, you, you can't allow that. You know, you cannot allow that to happen. Yes, they're teenagers and yes, you know, they're gonna have their opinion, but um, no, 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 because it's no different from if it was a stranger out on the street and they said, you know, if they're not provoked to where, okay, you know, hey, you, 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 you know, you did something to my child, you know, whatever, um, that cannot work. Exactly. It cannot, exactly. it cannot, because it's only gonna get worse from there. You understand, if that is allowed, if you allow a child who is still a child, is still under your roof, still has to eat your food, still yeah, you has, know. To, you know, has to sleep in a bed that you're providing. And I'm talking about as a mother. I'm not even talking about a stepfather right now. I'm talking about as a mother. You're in my house. You're under my roof. You're eating my food. You are not going to be disrespectful to no one that comes inside this house unless you come to me and tell me they did X, Y, Z to exactly. you. You understand? Exactly. And even if they did X, Y, Z to you, know what is coming out of your mouth. That foul, vile commentary should not be coming out of nobody's mouth. I, I, I'm sorry. You know, we can joke and we can talk about SAD and y'all should know what SAD means. It's an acronym for things a lot of people love to do. You know, we can talk about those things all the time. Huh? I'm learning every day. Yeah, learning. Yeah, learn. Listen. <laughs> Ding dong, SAD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, diamond, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, you know, we can talk and we can joke about those things all all the time, all day, every day, but um, th that should not come out of a child's mouth. I don't care how how much they're out there doing or how much they're not doing or whatever. I, I, see, when you just said that, it triggered me. I'm sorry, you know, maybe I'm going, I'm going off on this one thing, but it really triggered me because I, I can't accept that from anybody at all. I can't, you know? So I lost my beginning, but I'm, I'm right here at, the, at this part. Take it from here. <laughs> I lost my beginning. Where are you at? <laughs> yeah, so take a situation where this is allowed for years. The mother will scream a little bit. It goes back to normal to where there's no consequences. And then when you have a stepfather who has to take this in mm -hmm. regularly, he's sincere in his love and he knew great parents and how things should be. But then you have to also, when you get with someone, you have to see how and what kind of childhood they had and how they react with their parents if they still have them. Because these are all indicators of what's going to happen with you when you're in this union. Mm -hmm. Lots of times we find someone that is very appealing to us physically. That's mm -hmm. nice. Mm -hmm. More where they're appealing according to their morals and how they handle things. Because most of us will kind of grasp that while it's nice to have someone who is uh, beautiful to absorb with the eyes, mm -hmm. maybe you're with someone now who 
is treating you so nice, respecting you so nice, who may not be that model type, mm-hmm. but you love them more because you have shifted in your maturity that mm-hmm. in the past it may have been more superficial. You know, you're 16, 17 years old. Oh, he's right. so cute. He got a right. six pack. He, well, you know, a lot of guys locked up have six packs that were, were guilty of what they did. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean they're going to for the rest of their life. What I'm saying is that, you know, the guy you might be with as a woman might have a slight pot belly, but he's so valuable to you because you see past that. Mm-hmm. The same when you get older as a man and you see the, 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 the value of a woman who is just morally and will stand on truth and what's right. So you have to understand no matter who you're getting with, you're, you're, you're going to marry everything in this situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going out for a night of dancing and you, you, you're into the house music, you're not going to go up into a place where they're waltzing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too slow and it's too, too stiff. You know what right, I mean? Right. Waltzing requires that you're anal retentive. <laughs> you gotta nobody really humps and grinds and gets down to the dance floor when you're going to do some unless you do the tango. Unless yeah, you right. do the tango, the, you know, <laughs> then you can you can do a whole lot of things with a tango. Anyways. So remember with the youthful energy and inexperience of children, they don't know. So sometimes you have to excuse them. So the aforementioned example was not from a three-year-old or a five-year-old or even an eight-year-old. You know, um, it, it's something that I observed went on for a very long time. At the same time, you go to work and, you know, you realize that, you know, the mother has to lock the door when she leaves. Why is she doing this? Why does she straighten them out and say, you're not supposed to go in there? You can have a million bucks laying on the bed and the door's wide open. You're not supposed to go in there. So you notice little things like, well, what is it that she knows that I don't, right? So these things exist. And so stepfathers, for the most part, there are a lot of bad ones in there. There are a lot of ones who who come in and want to control. There are a lot who go in and want to molest the children. We know that. But we're talking about the good guy who comes pretty much into a situation that was made to appear Mm -hmm. pretty much Mm -hmm. on the up and up with everything and every factor taken care of. Right. You realize that it's a mess. They mm. go to house and they just keep a nasty house. Mm-hmm. But you ring the bell, not unexpectedly, but you show up five minutes earlier and before they open the door, you hear all kind of things clanging and bags being drugged, whatever. And you realize they didn't clean up. They threw everything in the closet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You happen to open that closet by mistake, looking for something with their permission, but you open up the wrong door. You see all kind of things falling out. And this is what happens when Hold on those relationships, yeah, those relationships are tested. All kind of things come falling out that you didn't realize were there because they were neatly uh, uh, placed and packaged to appear that everything is in order. And the brunt of that may have to fall on you. You'll have to endure that. So now you're like many men who don't have the fortitude to endure or still see the value in being with that mother will say to themselves, what the hell did I get myself involved in? Because now you are the enemy now. You're like that little package that inside the the vitamin bottle, like, what is this little thing here for? And and as a kid, you're like, what is this thing for? A little silica, right? That's to absorb the moisture inside that bottle 
in case they left the bottle of vitamins open. It's a very humid place. You close it up. Now there's moisture in there. It's going to damage uh, 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 the potency of that vitamin. So now you coming into a situation where things weren't discussed that were important to you and important to her, you become that thing that absorbs all the toxic uh, spirits and feel of what that man, that biological father left. Mm-hmm. You become the demon. Mm-hmm. You become the one that even though you stepped into the situation just recently, you're blamed for the effects of something that was done years before you got there. Right. And maybe that mother may think, well, oh, well, and not mm-hmm. take care of that. Mm-hmm. And slowly but surely, it chips away at the very foundation and fabric of your commitment to her because you see that she's not trying to bring any order into the situation. I'm basically a welcome man. Right. In the beginning, you made it seem so attractive, but now you just don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. And now when you finally discipline, and I'm not even talking about putting your hands on somebody. Right. But just say, listen, your mama comes in late. You should have been inside already. I have no problem with you being with your friends, but you make sure to get in here at a decent hour. I was a child too. I was a teenager too, mm-hmm. but it can't be like this. Mm-hmm. They completely walk over you and bring people mm-hmm. in the house and, and mm-hmm. stay out long. And you say to the mother, listen, mm-hmm. I see the look on your daughter's eye when she comes in. You need to keep her from staying out, getting dropped off by a car full of young men, sometimes men that could be her father talking on the phone, but they don't believe you. They think you're trying to play the game of getting back at her children. So when you show something or say something, she has the mindset now because they have that proximity to her where they can manipulate her. And now you're the bad guy trying to make my kids look, look, look bad. When, when she's away, you see all the things that they do. So these are very specific situations. This is not every situation. But there are many women out here who wonder when they wake up one day and that man is gone. Mm-hmm. They have to figure out why. Mm-hmm. That this could have been prevented. Because mm-hmm. see, what they don't realize is that you do have kids or children or teen, and mostly teenagers. I'm not going to say little kids like this right here on the right. back. But you have those who have been spoiled for so long they want to ride off to into the sunset and think it's going to always be that way mm-hmm. and you threat from mm-hmm. them having to be independent and stand on their own two feet because the mama does everything works two or three jobs come home and cook for them do this for them and do every single thing so now you're here uh-oh if you take one percent of what they were used to getting that is too much mm-hmm 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 for the men who completely submit to the situation and come with a kind heart. Some of them will get the worst treatment. And as the history uh, is rewritten in a very dysfunctional way, you will be remembered as the piece of crap, as the bad guy, and um, you'll never get that kind of appreciation in these situations. So again, to prevent that, please go through with a fine-tooth comb. Yeah. Because there are a lot of, and, and then you begin to ask yourself, well, why would you even marry me if you knew that this was going to be this way? Right, right, right. So you got to wonder. And again, I don't demonize women or men, but the times when I have to touch on these things, I'm not going to not talk about it because I don't want to be viewed as a person. You know, I'm a loving person. 
I'm a fair person. I've had conversations with many people here in the chat room and beyond. So I try to speak on fairness and stuff, but mm -hmm. there's some situations that are just too hard to deal with. Right. And I can see why the men just leave. They go. Yeah. 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 Because in those situations, it's a thankless job in a toxic. And there's a pride thing too. You know, I mean, we all, you know, we all have pride, but there, there's a pride and an ego thing attached to all of that, you know, where certain behaviors are tolerated or not, you know, corrected, you know, because how do, how does a man um, actually, how can you have any influence in, in a situation that clearly the disrespect is real and it's not addressed? You can't have any, and you cannot have any influence. And to me, that, that's going to affect, I, I could be wrong because I'm not a man, but I, you know, it's going to affect your manhood. It's going to affect how you, you know, you look at your place in the situation. You know, what purpose do you serve? If you can't talk to these children, if you can't get a modicum of, of respect from these children, what purpose do you serve? Because ultimately, you know, if I'm, I'm going to say this because I said I was, I have four children and, um, you know, we all go through challenges and situations and you think to yourself, I'm going to leave this situation, you know, and people can say you're wrong or whatever. This was, this was my choice. Okay. Right. Because I saw, I saw certain things in, in my family dynamic, you know, I have an, I have another sister, you know, whatever. And mm -hmm. when I saw certain be, certain things happen, I said, I don't ever want any of my children to experience anything like that. Because as much as we're talking about, um, you know, and we see this gentleman here on the banner crying because his heart hurt, because all he wants to do is love those children and help the mother take care of them and, you know, whatever is going on, right? Then you have the other situation where the father, you know, it, it's like whether it's one or two, they get pushed off to the side because they don't belong to him. You know, and then if uh, if other children come into the picture that now belongs to him, he's doting and he's focused on his children to the detriment of other children. You see what I'm saying? And that was a situation that I I, I was like, this is not happening to my children because I'm either going to stay by myself until they're grown and they can go on out on their own, or I'm going to stay here and I'm going to try to make it work. We're going to make this thing work for the benefit of them. And it worked because, you know, when I started moving around and having to go places and, and not be able to be home with them, I didn't have to concern myself with, you know, am I leaving them with someone who could possibly molest them? You know, are my children going to be safe when I come back? You know, or, or, am I going to see behavior that is going to make me question what the hell happened? You know, what's going on here? You understand what I'm saying? So we make choices and, you know, later on, you know, you might hear, well, you know, well, nobody's ever asked me why did I stay? They may have said certain other things, but, you know, that was never a question. But you make those choices because of exactly what we're seeing here. You understand? You, you, you get with someone and the dynamics 
don't work because either you didn't set up a certain amount of discipline in your children that certain things would never occur. They could say it outside. They can say it under their breath in their room. You can't stop people from speaking or, or expressing, but that don't get said in the presence of adults. You understand? And so that's what I wanted to say. You know, you, you, you make choices. And sometimes when you make a choice, if you know how you are with your children, then make a choice not to be with anyone. Make a choice to raise your children by yourself until they get to a certain age, then you can move into a relationship. If not, something else has to be taken care of. It, but it, you know, and you can't have a man that's going to tell you that your your previous children don't matter as much as the ones that you know he has with you now. That can't work either. So me as a mom, I, I cannot allow you as a man to disregard my child or my children that belongs to someone else, you know, just because all you want to focus on are the ones that we have together. That can't work either. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it's a lot of uh, things that um, can come out of that. Like Sugar PB said, when a man died after raising multiple children and some not biological, he's the only, uh, he's the only um, dad. person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dad. Yeah. I, I knew it was a typo. Dad, mm -hmm. they ever knew. What do you think happened to his estate? Think people. Because see now, what I find in these situations, when you bring something to the table as far as money, you know, and, and, and you give it all, lots of times, even that mother will tell you, well, you, well what did you do for me? Like, really? <laughs> really? I didn't stay here and toss you a hundred bucks a week. You put the whole paycheck into the household only to get disrespected by those children who don't really understand things. When they're teenagers, they know you ain't never do nothing for me. Oh, okay. But the money that was used to purchase these clothes for you to keep this household going, you make the most money between, but they have a way of ignoring that part and taking that part and absorbing that part. But you're just that nigga who never did anything. They're so, they can be so selective in this particular situation. But I also say that when you're raising multiple children, biological and some who are stepchildren, you better be very clear because at the end of the day, if something happens to you and you're married to her, some of those stepkids who hate you and demonize you are going to be first in line fighting for what you earned in your life over his biological children. And even that mother may know that and be quiet about it. Oh, if something happened to you, you can trust me to make sure that your children are going to be all right, that you may not be under the same roof with because you were married before. These are not pleasant things we have to think of, but we need to think about these things because we want to have a glowing uh, a, a view on certain things. And the situation might be good, as in, Scrooge mm -hmm. Greedy situation, mm -hmm. right? But that's far and few between, and there are more of that than we know, but still, because we don't take the time to make sure everything is down to the letter of the law, of fairness, and put on paper, because they'll be dancing on your grave laughing at you. We couldn't stand that Emma Effa, but the money he left sure spends good. See, so you have to make sure that you protect your biological children as well as you want to make sure to be fair to those who 
may not come out of your loins. Right. It, it's so funny the things that can happen mm-hmm. that I've seen a situation where a biological father wasn't with the mother. Mm-hmm. He was cross town. Mm-hmm. He left the mother because he was blown away at the acts performed on him by these various women mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. He just went crazy. I don't know what his background was, but he didn't have enough sense to understand that that's just for a fleeting moment. They're not looking to build with you, but you brought your money more to them than you did to the one you were married to. Right. You abused that person from what the story is said, mm-hmm. but you went across town that way. See, so this particular father, after the children that were teenagers, right, would go and spend the night over there with him and, well, you know, every now and then, even though it was a very dysfunctional situation, they salvaged whatever they could as far as closeness at that particular point, even after things had deteriorated. And because mm-hmm. now his child support to them is over as far as the courts are concerned, mm-hmm. and he didn't have to pay anything anymore and didn't have to give anything to the mother anymore for the times that they went over to his house while they, while he was still paying, wouldn't you believe he went to the court and tried to get her to pay child support <laughs> for kids who were over age, they were not children anymore. And I shouldn't say kids. Uh-uh-uh. You have some people out here who are stuck on stupid. Uh-uh-uh. But they will turn around and see how idiotic he can be and treat you like you're the one who's doing the deeds that he's doing. Right, right. You have to check every aspect out. And, and yeah, we have this thing called love. But love is more practical a thing when you treat it that way than just the glowing euphoric. It feels good. And you're looking so fine and my stomach is full and my balls are empty and I'm feeling as though I'm, as I'm floating on cloud nine. Don't let that good feeling that maybe you might be the only one experiencing. Don't let that feeling fool you. You That's always right. got to sign out of line. Right. Because you go to the car dealership and they know you just got your tax returns. They're going to treat you so good. But once you sign the dotted line for that bank loan that you now owe the bank money and the dealership don't want to see you no more because they got paid already. Positioning and timing. And I don't understand why so many of our sisters and so many of our brothers who bring a woman into the situation when they know it's not right. Why did he do this? Mm-hmm. If your house is not in order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The feeling of love can be higher than when some, somebody who smokes crack. It is more of an intense thing. I saw a scientific program one time where they said that some people may not even be in love with the person that they're with, but it's the feeling of love, which they compared it to crack. It actually hits the same pleasure center in the brain as crack when you smoke it. Mm-hmm. And they're addicted to that. So even after they get into a love-based relationship that may only last for a week or so because it's really intense infatuation, Mm -hmm. there's no Mm -hmm. grounding for that. We have to learn how to love intelligently. Right. Love intelligently. See, a kid will see a sports car, fire engine red, the big rims, and how low it looks and say, oh, I love that sports car. Man, That's a 
pretty sports car. And see, that's how lots of times we love all women. It's, it's, it's how they look and how pretty mm-hmm. it is. But you have a guy who's an enthusiast in sports car uh, 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 restoration, and he will love that car mm-hmm. intelligently. Under the hood, they have a, a, a 750 horsepower engine, and the suspension is this, and this and that, and, and uh, all the things you go down the list and you appreciate about what went into that car. With a child or the lower vibration person, man, I like that car because it's pretty. Mm-hmm. Man, I see myself driving up and down in that. Mm-hmm. You see? So that's how many of us are. Man, her head game is tight and she got a nice ass. Is that right, all it's right, right? Make you happy? And even if you're on a lower vibration and feel that is happiness after a while, when life's trials and tribu- tribulations come around, mm-hmm. well, guess what? It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna make it. Because there's right. a lot of nice, well-shaped gluteus maximus out here. Mm-hmm. And it's like having expensive pillows on the bed on a cheap mattress. Mm-hmm. So when you see the pillows of ass cheeks that look so nice. It might be connected to somebody who will never respect you. Doesn't That's have right. a mm-hmm. intelligence in their mind. And this is not the demonized woman because, again, it's both ways. Like I always say, there's a lot of good dick out here connected to a fool. So just because he's pounding you and touching you on your inside and have mm-hmm. you thrive in all kinds of places and everything, that's not mm-hmm. going to make up the fact that is he a good father? Is exactly. he a good provider? Is he someone who has wisdom to bestow on your children? Is he somebody not that you can trust, but somebody that you know wouldn't do certain things when you're gone on some inappropriate level? You see? Because I've been in situations where I did not want to be inside when they were there and nobody else was around. Mm-hmm, because the mm-hmm, situation was very testy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes youngsters can lie on you and get you out of the situation and now you're marred for life. So, uh-uh. While you're not here for these one or two days that are days off and not overlapping or overlapping, I cannot be. Not that I don't trust myself, but right. I know right. background of life and even mm-hmm. corrections. Seeing guys who are locked up that some of them did do things, but there mm-hmm. are a whole hell of a lot of them that didn't do things at all. Right, they right, right. And hear them crying to themselves. And, you know, you hear the other ones, well, you know, I got caught. I was doing this. Yeah. Okay. We know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Careful how the system can be used against you. Yeah. When tension rise and yes. that young teenager, that teenager has no other recourse in their mind to get you out of the house because I don't like you being with my mother, nigga. Mm-hmm. The abusive stuff that they get away with and mothers will allow it. I've seen situations where a daughter had cussed out the stepfather. And after a while of years of that, the stepfather said, you know what? I'm not even going to talk to this child. And the mother's cool with it. And here you are in the mall, in the supermarket. Child ain't talking to the stepfather, but surely eating up the food that the stepfather's money brings. Uh-huh. And then the mother doesn't say, uh-uh, you can't not, he's, uh-uh, no, you're going to apologize and you're going to speak and you'll be normal. So what power do they feel that they have? Well, they feel it because the mother signs off in silence. Exactly. She doesn't do anything. So I guess it's okay to cuss them out. Right. Right. So then now, when that stepfather says, listen, you don't say anything to her 
when she curses me out. And it doesn't work. This has been going on for years. Well, guess what? Looks like I'm going to have to get into some street talk and retaliation. Uh-uh. You see what I mean? Uh-uh. So now, when they get in your face in the presence of the mother, talk about F you, you know, you, this, this, and that, suck my pizza and all this and that. And you say, you know, when they say F you, you say, well, you should have F me in the beginning because you'd be better off from that little bum that gave you a kid that now we got to take care of because your mama didn't do a damn thing and discipline you. You should have F me. You'd be better off. Oh, God. This is not appropriate talk. But now you have to blast the situation by getting down on their level. Because if the mama heard that disrespectful talk and turned her head and you've been dealing with this for years, well, guess what? I guess this is the way we're going to talk to each other. And you get up in their face when they do it, an inch away from their face, and you're talking and spits flying out. So what you going to do, you little B-I-T-C-H? Uh-uh. You're a sperm receptacle for half the neighborhood, but you want to disrespect me. Uh-uh. I'm out here hearing how good your head game is, but you want to disrespect me. Uh-uh. You see what I mean? So now when you get down like that, later on, I, I, I think that was just highly inappropriate that uh-uh. you speak to my daughter that way. What? Uh-uh. You're talking about I should go down on her? Uh-uh. When, when, when she's on her period? Uh-uh. Oh, you good for me, nigga, uh-uh. sucking the blood out of my pants every time I bleed. And if I don't have any other people fight myself, I think I might let you do the job with you. Lines of those events. And you had to deal with that for years. So now you come with it, and now they want to speak to you about how I think you handled that in a very inappropriate situation. So it's those particular types of situations that I speak on. Is it a death wish? Are you are you blackballed in the lingo of how the past was and make more like everything was just all right? Mm-hmm. You mentioned something in the past that you went through. Why are you bringing that up? That's the past. Mm. Somebody comes in your house and unfortunately rapes a female, your wife, your daughter, and gets away with it. They don't get caught. But let, let's say there's a, a, a statute mm. limitations five years, which we know that that's foolishness. And they catch him at the five-year, one-day mark. Is he not still guilty of doing what he did? Exactly. Because man's law said that it was okay? No. I don't care if we catch him 25 years from now. years from now. He's going to draw his last breath. I don't need the law for that. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. But many families now, because a little time has gone by, you this are... should be forgotten. Whited out of the history... In the situation from what happened. So now you don't want to be bothered with any of their offspring. And it's okay because they don't want to be bothered with you. They mm-hmm. skedaddle like they never did what they did. So when it comes time to wanting to visit, they can't because they got to get that uh, uh, order straightened out, that old account that you never paid the bill and they closed down the account. So now you got to tiptoe around how the relationship really is instead of coming clean and saying, Hey, I wasn't right for doing what I did. 
and those barriers continue to stand and make their life uncomfortable on their side because they weren't allowed to get away with the years of stuff that they did. Mm-hmm. Well, oh well, I'm enjoying it because I don't need to see them. But who really wants that? So this is why it's very important for those situations that may be bad potentially or may be good potentially. You can go to the used car dealer and not check anything on the car and get a hell of a good deal. That's the luck of the draw. Right. But most right. would say that's not the way to do things. You look for these different things over time. Mm-hmm. You have a, a, a potential person that's going to be coming into your life and you into theirs. Mm-hmm. And they have a child or several children that a whole school calls them up for a meeting because of how bad that child is. You want to know why that child is operating that way. What is it? And what is it the root of that? Because it might be something of an indicator to let you know that you need to straighten this situation out before we move forward. Right. I mean, right. Especially now when you got the child support laws and you married this woman and Mm -hmm. now you got to take care of them and whatever. And you're in a situation now like, wait a second, I'm getting no respect, but I got to take care of these children. Mm -hmm. I want to go. Oh, you're Mm -hmm. still responsible. See, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this thing called love can oftentimes be that delicious looking worm to a fish that has a hook in it. That when you bite down, that's right. You feel the piercing of that hook. Mm hmm. It tastes good because you mm-hmm. think you got something that you always wanted. Right, right. Now you're being pulled into a world that you never knew existed or you never had any part of, and that worm has fallen off and don't taste mm-hmm. good no more. You got a hook in your mouth. Right, and right, you find right. Yourself in a sorry state of affairs, and not just a year or two, but sometimes decades of effect. Mm-hmm. Even if you leave that woman and now you have to pay child support for her children, you paying out the pocket while you walk down the street or in the mall broke. Things in the window that you'd love to buy in the store window and you see her now with the next man spending your money. So we got to think about these things. Exactly. These are things that drive certain men and women who are mm-hmm. on the flip side mm-hmm. to doing some drastic things. Okay, I think he dropped. He dropped something. <laughs> have children or not? And there are some men who are like have options as they get older, and as they've gotten away from certain situations. But it's like you know what? It's it's better for me right now to just stay home and maybe date somebody occasionally, and not even really go for this whole thing and this euphoria. Of being the, and it's not a captain save a whole thing, but you think that, well, I will get appreciated in this situation for what I'm doing. I'm not looking for praise like that, but I know I'll get the appreciation and you get none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. None from the in-laws, none right. from the woman, your wife, none mm-hmm. from the children. And you know that the day that you drop dead will mm-hmm. be a celebration for them because they have demonized you. And you're the one who took the blame. You're the fall guy for a situation. Right. Little guy working a job and he don't make much. But a half friend comes up to him and says, you know, you've been working so hard. Would you like to take a trip down to Columbia? And if you do, you know, we'll pay for your month and food and just 
when you come back, just bring this little package back. Mm-hmm. And you'll say, that's a good deal. Don't look in the package now. Just uh, we know what that is. And you come back to America and the authorities are waiting for you. They mm-hmm. use you. Mm-hmm. So the little bit of niceness they gave you was for manipulation purposes and, and stuff. So fellas, not to demonize women, right? But you can get thrown a curve like, oh, man, it's going to be like this all the time. They'll cook you food that they don't cook after they got you. They'll do things in the bedroom mm-hmm. that you can't let sway your mind. Mm-hmm. A person, a woman, a man, and again, this works both sides, both ways. But when they truly love you, they don't bombard you with the feel goods with no substance behind it. That's right. You have to be in the process of loving that person around the clock mm-hmm. in ways that the world may not see. Because some people sometimes may find it hard to say, I love you, but they'll show you through the day-to-day treatment and respect yes. to receive from them. That's they true. They may not have come from a family that showed the affection. That's true. It's some who come from families who don't show it and don't know how to show it to you. Mm-hmm. You have to, like we said in the shows, the love language. Mm-hmm. How do you show and express your love? Because right. you may have a woman who wants uh, the flowers and the va- every Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, every birthday, oh, Christmas. So that superficial foolishness. Mm-hmm. The man mm-hmm. may not have a six pack. Exactly. But he pays the bills on time. That's and in it. Full. That's it. That's what he we have to start bad boy that mm-hmm. had you when you were younger, juices flowing because of mm-hmm. his propensity for being the bad boy and, and testosterone and fighting people in the street and all that stuff. But this man may be genteel and he may be laid back, mm-hmm. but he never has to make you worry that he's going to go out there and get in a situation. So even when you're younger, this is for men and women, mm-hmm. make sure that this is a sound situation. Exactly. Don't be too excited about the feel goods that you get now. Mm-hmm. But it's just something that I can deal with happily because I've allotted my, my time and my investigation to have growing room. You know, mm-hmm. when you're a child and especially with young men, it's mostly just because they're usually in pants. They don't have the option of wearing a dress, although the white man's rules dictate now that you can be a boy and wear a dress. But our parents would get something slightly longer. Mm-hmm. The pants may have been two or three inches long, longer and they hem it up mm-hmm. so that they had growing room because you're growing so fast right now. Exactly. So when we go into relationships, we may not be aware of what will be important to us at the age of 40, but the age of 20. Oh, yeah, this is heaven on earth. But will it stay that way? Do you have the mental capacity to understand that as we get older, our tastes change, not just our tastes, but our needs. I know a lot of people who have signed for mortgages, not knowing or caring what the balloon payment is on that mortgage mm-hmm. from a predatory lender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is what you pay at the right. end of your 30-year mortgage, and you're just so glad to get in the house. Mm-hmm. At hell to get in one because maybe your credit wasn't as pristine as it should have been. And you get in there, man, it's a good deal. But then when you get older and you realize things more financial, mm-hmm. you say, wait a second, I can't afford this balloon payment. That's Why right. did they take this one at the end? 
I've been with people when I've signed mortgage papers and they try to, people that are my friends who know better. And they, wait a second. No, no, no. A balloon payment. No, you mm-hmm. got to take this off. I'm like, man, what, what, what the hell is a balloon payment? No, no, no. And that person who's given a loan and the representatives are looking like that nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we move into not just in our romantic life, but even in the financial areas. So anything, anything you do, no matter what it is, whether it's buying a car, getting into a relationship, getting a mortgage, dealing with your health. And you might have a doctor who says, no, just get a hysterectomy. And it's not necessary when you get a second or third opinion, but he wants your womb. Why? Who is he connected up to? What person who is looking to get a sex change who's living over in Europe says, next time you get a good, strong black womb, let me know there's something in for it for you or in it for you. So we got to check the motivations of those people we're getting involved with or who are around. That's right. And just like we've said on many shows before where I've learned that the, the plants and the trees that grow around your home when you were living there for long, especially here in the motherland, it's not usually like that in America. But those things indicate what's going on with you on the inside of that house because nature provides in ways that we're not even aware. Right. That, that bushes and plants and trees will begin to grow around you to be there for you when you get sick. Like when you go out in the wild, which is no wildest order, and you see all these neem trees growing freely. Man, in the United States, you go to Whole Foods and go buy some neem in a bottle mm-hmm. and how much mm-hmm. you're going to pay for it. Out right? here, if I can transport neem, shoot, forget weed. Not that I've ever dealt that way. I'd be the neem man. Got that good neem. Got that good neem. Got to get that good weed too. <laughs> exactly, right? There's so much in abundance here because of the mosquitoes that can give you malaria. Right, right. Not right. all mosquitoes have right. it because there's so many people that have been sick out here from it. Nature somehow sensed that and increased the supply of neem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Wherever you mm-hmm. go, it kind of seems like birds of a feather flock together. Look around you and see what's there. If you're trying to get with a man who all he's hanging around are low vibrational men who are in a relationship and straight cheaters, then what you think he is? Exactly. He spends a few minutes with them in passing because they grew up together, but he's not involved in those type of activities. And you can understand that. But if he's spending all of his waking extra hours that he should be spending with you, but you say, okay, he has friends. Look at the friends. If you're getting with a young lady, look at her friends. Some may be wayward only because they're that way and she knew them growing up so she can't turn her back on them. But if 90% of the friends are low vibrational and the conversation is low vibrational on how they can get over and use a man, well, guess what she might be? You understand? Now, me, I know all kinds of people, so it'd be kind of hard to assess me, but I don't spend time with individuals who are not about something. Hmm. Again, no matter what the situation, whether you're getting into a relationship with a woman or a man who have kids already, this is something that's really been hitting me recently. And I'm not Mm -hmm. speaking out of a selfish mindset. I'm speaking out of a mindset of self-preservation. Right. We can be loving and giving, and we judge the world by the state of our own mind. And I've always said this before, the thief... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. always think somebody's coming to steal from him. Right. 
is always thinking about somebody talking about them. You understand? So, mm -hmm. so that flavors how we see the world because that's what we do. See, the prostitute gets married to somebody and thinks that up. Oh, look at that girl on the block trying to turn a trick and take my husband. She might have just ran out of the house with something short just to put the garbage out real quick. Mm -hmm. And she bent over. She didn't even know he's there. So what's the mentality? If you are the living example and representative of your bloodline, we don't even understand most of the time what we represent and the responsibility right, right. we have on us. Like, I mean, I've always known it, but I know it now even more so. And this is for you too, whether you realize it or not, mm -hmm. that you're, you're running with the baton in your hand, like a relay race for your ancestors, for, mm. for your parents. Right. Whether they got along with you or not, or you love them or not, you have to correct that. Mm -hmm. Because at least they brought you here. So what kind of vibration are you going to carry and how are you going to hand that baton over to the next generation of you and whether you have children or not? Because your life force and your energy will still transfer to those who are around you. And it could be a youngster who doesn't carry your DNA, but they'll carry your spirit. Mm, there you go. So don't even, I ain't got no kids. I ain't got to worry. No. It's not just a DNA transfer that we focus on. Mm -hmm. But what about your spiritual DNA? Because there's something that you came from. Yeah. It's something that others will take from you as you give it and will carry on. And yes, that's indeed. real yes, residual indeed. income on a spiritual level. I do feel that that's the way it works. If you do a good job with, with sprinkling goodness and wisdom that you earn sometimes the hard way and you leave it here on this earth and you transfer it over, long after you're gone from this plane, you're going to benefit from that because it's still moving. But we focus on money. Yeah, those Rockefellers, they had a lot of money and they're still here. And they're gone. <laughs> Elvis Presley is dead as he is. Mm. He's making more money, most likely, than all of us combined while working and retired. So true. Michael Jackson so has true. a lot of songs we never heard. Mm -hmm. But guess what? His estate, could you imagine what it makes every year? And he's not here. So his vibration on a creative level is so bad that it's earning money that most of the time we won't ever see. Tupac, whether you love him or not, is Um, hello. Is it me or can anyone, can anyone hear Lance? I, let me know if you can hear him. I, I think you fell yeah. off. I fell off? Yeah, you fell off for quite a bit. a bit. You hmm? still heard me? Or No, the, we couldn't uh, hear you. Nobody could hear you. I was just, I'd see the, I was asking. 30 seconds or how about long? 30 seconds, about 30 seconds. Okay, I'm thinking like nobody's hearing nothing to say in it. I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, like I'll go back. What kind of what kind of spiritual energy mm -hmm. and, and, and DNA are you leaving when you pass that baton? So, with that being said, you must know that you're important. 
You're very important whether the world tells you that you're important or not. You can put yourself down and say, well, I got this little uh, a job and, you know, I thought my life would be a lot better. I thought with the talents that I had that the world would acknowledge me. Don't expect the world to acknowledge right, your greatness. Right. The world is not put here to acknowledge your greatness. And it looks nice when you see the world acknowledge the greatness that's within certain individuals, but that should not be your goal. Your goal mm -hmm. should be to share the greatness that you have inside of you with your children, with other children that are not yours, with people who are around you. Because you just don't know that even when they overhear your conversation, mm -hmm. that you're not directing the words to them. Right. It perk them up. There might be somebody right now who's listening to the show who doesn't just come here regularly and they just just got through so and true. got you. This so is true. touching you. But they might come so on a Saturday true. night show and hear me talk about so, something very sexual and say, oh, that guy's a pervert. <laughs> Look, I'm going to go full force with every branch of my tree. Mm -hmm. And for those who are here who know what I'm all about, the way I'm talking now has doesn't sound like the me who's talking about pizza and all that stuff. Yeah, we talk about those things. I'm not going to put them up front where I'm not sexual. I like to joke about those. It's, it's fun. Right, right, it comes right. Down, down to get into things, I'm going to get down on that stuff too. Oh, you know, man, I thought you were somebody pastor, man, and you don't talk about backsides and booties and, you know, mm -hmm. man, I lost it for you. Well, if you're too uptight or you have a narrow vision on life. That's unfortunate. That you can't see. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, one day I was in a supermarket and there was a pastor that we knew and I was a little young boy. I was with my mother and, you know, she greeted him. My father was outside waiting for us and whatnot. And we walked walk down the aisle and he turned the aisle and so she went to another aisle, but she asked me to go down to this other aisle to get something that she forgot to get. I walked down that aisle behind them. The pastor was sitting there, and this is all I heard. <laughs> oh, he God. <laughs> is he still not a pastor? Oh, I'm a kid. God. The pastor was there farting. He was, and it stunk because I had to run past that direction where he was. <laughs> but we understand that we're human and so when we look at somebody so majestic when they're up in the pulpit or playing the role that you should play as it's not like playing actually you know being that and shining out mm -hmm. listen how many people within the last 24 hours didn't fart so if you hear somebody fart you can't look down on them right you call me a pervert but you might be five <clears throat> minutes with orgasm. if you think of that as perverse and you ain't hurting nobody, you both come to terms like we both like this, then have fun. Right. I just happen to have more, more gears on my vehicle so I can shift. Right. I got a good emotional transmission. So you can stick a mic in my face and talk about this. I'll come, come at it even before wiping the stuff out the corner of my eye. Half <laughs> asleep because I had hands-on experience with it. Right, right. I was saying before, those seeds of greatness and realizing how important you are. There are people around. See, I heard you burp, right? Yeah, right? I did. I couldn't help it. I, I, I couldn't get to the I couldn't get to the mute button. <laughs> no, but that's perfect though. Oh no more. She burped. She's a slob. No, you're not. Oh my god. Mute button and let one out. Hand the hold up lean on one cheek and let it out. <laughs> you ain't hear it. I'm the right oh, hand. Farrakhan's uh, 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 second in command. 
Akbar Muhammad on a, on a show. It was just over the phone. And I thought I hit the mute button. And I <laughs> he didn't say nothing about it. But he paused for a second and he said something to the like a joke. Oh, I just wanted uh, the air to clear. <laughs> something like that. Oh, man. But Muhammad heard that, that. I was all embarrassed. People were texting like, yo, I heard that. I heard that. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that he didn't give me a respectable interview because we, we can't put people on pedestals so much. Right, where, right, you know, right, right, right. That's awesome, true. You're right? still human. So the mindset uh. you have is when you deal on any level because you are so important <laughs> in representing those that came before you mm -hmm. and you're passing something on to those who come after you and they will run with your energy long after you're off of this plane is is this worth it for me right because you can be the most giving stepfather and do everything you can for those children and sometimes you may have gotten heavy-handed not with your hands but when you deal in extreme situation you may have to buck back in an extreme way but exactly when they did the, the, the thing they didn't look at it that way regardless you're still important you're still mm -hmm. important to those who you never know how your words affected them so you have to not waste your time you have to also get yours yes if you're in a situation where you're not respected leave it alone Stop pushing yourself up on people that don't respect you and who will not respect you. Mm -hmm. If they don't want to talk to you, if they don't want to call you, if they mm -hmm. want to let them go. Because That's there are people, out there, there are young ladies out here who have children who are worthy of your love as a man, who would be glad to have half the wisdom that you have, who'd be happy to treat you like a king. Mm -hmm. Not to talk family has to stop living and kiss your ass but they would they would be happy to have someone like you in their midst and that other one who didn't will realize what mm -hmm. a, what a truth they had in you mm -hmm. and secretly regret letting mm -hmm. you go or pushing you away mm -hmm. so while they treat you like crap it doesn't mean that you're shit and i had to say it that way right that's you know, absolutely you get true. The nice shoes that mm -hmm. you know you just mm -hmm. put on, and you're having a conversation on your phone, and you didn't realize there was a little dung in the sidewalk, and you stepped in it. Right. And you're like, man, no matter how much you go over to the grass and kind of do the Ali yeah, shuffle, the moonwalk, you still come inside, and your your shoes are stinking. So now mm -hmm. you got to really wash them. But so we don't see the value in what we stepped in, right? Because the same person will turn around who's into gardening and say, I need to go to Home Depot or Lowe's or the Home Improvement Gardening Center to get some manure. Mm -hmm. So while some people will treat you like shit, that's worthless. Mm -hmm. There's other people who will see that you as manure can feed that plant and make it grow and thrive because of the nutrients that are nutrients to plants. Exactly. Misconstrued and say, well, I need to put, put some doodle in my plate need it's nutrients like that. No! But everything has value in a proper place. But then there's somebody who has to understand your value. And if that woman or man doesn't understand your value to her or his children, they no matter how much they may need it, and how much mm -hmm. you, you hurt to give this to them, you have to go a step back. Mm -hmm. So again, if you go back to the very beginning of the conversation, number one, communication. And now if you 
can understand it partially because your mind is twisted that, well, if there is right communication and justice and truth in this situation and my children are not up to par as far as discipline and manners and knowing how that I know I'm going to have a hard time because that's something that I neglected, then don't bring somebody into your situation unless you're ready to straighten it out or change their life. But if you can't give respect, how you think you're going to get it? Right. If you can't build a house on a firm foundation, how you think it's going to last when the storms of life come around? It ain't going to, it ain't going to last. Exactly. It ain't going to last. It's going to be difficult. You know, that's, (laughs) Look look what Vincent Johnson said. What is it? Every piece of shit person feel valuable. (laughs) (laughs) That was an analogy. I don't mean a person who's really that that no good person who, (laughs) but true. Mm -hmm. It depends on the situation in which you're you're needed in. Because, like I said, said, you going out, you dressed up, you don't want your feet smelling like shit. And you can say it that way. Right, right. We, right. We, we turn around and go to the store and buy manure. What you that's cow shit. <laughs> it depends what or you need. Shit, you know. What the situation <laughs> is. So when you start to put somebody down, when you have your arguments and you want to get the one up on them because you know some of us are professional arguers. Some of us damn sure should have been lawyers. But we didn't think to go that way. It wasn't exposed to us or whatever. But when you putting that man down or putting that woman down, remember what might be inside of them that might be the manure and not the shit. See? That's right. That's make that a right. That's right. You just said it. They got to know the difference. Got to mm-hmm. know the difference, you know? And that's the problem. People want to call yeah. you a piece of shit. Hey. Hey. Mm-hmm. Huh. You know? Mm-hmm. You, know, that, you know, that's me right there. Hey. Yeah, you see, Vincent John- Johnson, and I said earlier, Johnston, I don't know where I saw the T from, right? Um, there's an old song I was listening to uh, earlier in the last, the man's last name who, who in- instrumental, his name was Johnston, and the song was Pipeline. It was like from the late 70s, just a song. Mm-hmm. See, my mind is cross-wired, so I'm talking about uh, one yeah. thing. See? I like, you know where my mind is, you know, um, <laughs> Scrooge Greedy, thank you, brother. I love you being here, man. Our talks and stuff. And again, brother, we're supposed to talk, and it ain't happened yet. It ain't like because Empress LG could tell you. So, last night I was trying to let me tell you, what, let me just take a break for a second and tell you what like, part of my frustrations. I was rendering, um, the Michael oh, Hamer yeah. show that's going to come on, uh, uh, it, 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 um, 12 oh. noon for you because I had to make sure because like 12 noon was like an hour and 53 minutes ago for me because I'm in a crowd. But um, from when we did that show and he went on deep. And at one point you hear halfway through the show, oh, this, this is your brother, Michael Hamer, the rainbow. He was ready to end it. Then he had one more point to make. And we started talking for a few more hours. <laughs> so after we were finished, I could have just went to bed and said, you know what? I'm going to just chop this up. And I don't never take parts out unless like it's a long pause or something happens or whatever but um i like to keep my shows whole so when i say edit i don't edit anything unless the person says listen you know i said this but if my family or friends hear this it's not going to be too cool could you take this part out no problem but when left alone i just take off the beginning and the end 
the beginning where I say, okay, in a few seconds, we're going to make, make sure you keep your mouth, mouth close to the mic or the phone, no speaker phones, so on, so on, so on, so on. So I don't leave that in there. I chop that out. So welcome to the Lance Curve Show, blah, 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 and we get into it. So I was going to do all those things, and I did. I stayed up, and I was already tired. I was already up for, like, at that point, like about 30 hours. Mm-hmm. My nervous system was out of whack on my body because of the adrenaline firing. Mm-hmm. So I, it's like I was on cocaine. So I do it. I get it together, and I said, you know what? I'm going to hit the button now that I put the audio, I made the banner, you know, I, I got the intro set, I know how long it is, and fade this out and fade that, all those little things that people don't understand you need to do. I was already up for 30 hours and did it. So now I said, you know what, one of the greatest joys for me is that I always keep my computers running with something. I had that, I'm going to render it and go to bed. Now, if the rendering took three or four hours to complete, I'm sleeping, but it's better to wake it up saying, I wish I had it now to put up. So I did that. Still couldn't sleep. But it got all the way up to about 60, 70%. And I had a blink in the power here. Blink, blink. And this tabletop is an all-in-one. Oh. So it's no battery. So if it blinks, it blinks everything out. You lose your work. So I went back and hit it again. Hours later, it blinked. It happened four times. Mm-hmm. Now, last night, I was really falling out. I'm sitting here. I'm like, something's wrong with me. But the accumulated fatigue. You know, right. sometimes you're driving long, and it's like it's like you feel a light switch, and you blink out for a second. Oh, oh, I got to pull over. I can't do this on the road and crash. Well, it happened to me. And more and more and more, like, we're just going to make you collapse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was so determined. No, you're not. I'm going to make this thing work. Blink! The power went out. I was like, I'm not going to bed. I'm going to mm-hmm. go on a laptop and do it where they have a battery. So if the power blinks out, this mm-hmm. thing is messed up. So I reconstructed every, everything from scratch, from scratch. And I finally had it, boom. And I went to bed, sort of. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you text me, you message, you're like, what are you still doing up? Mm-hmm. You've been up for three days. Mm-hmm. It's not because of but my body kind of gets out of whack sometime like that. But I mm-hmm. use it for my advantage. So now other people will applaud me. Man, you got energy. You're disciplined. You're focused. No, my my, my adrenal glands, adrenal glands are just firing off. Mm-hmm. But I am driven and focused. But it gets worse. Right. So right. even then, you know, you got to seek balance. But I try to explain to everybody well, you like can't be, you can't be reeled in. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the other night I was up all night and then I said, you know what? Let me go for a bike ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you yeah. serious? No, yeah. Because see, remember oh, that's my that life, four o'clock in the morning thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in my life, remember, always working and on jobs. And I said, if I'm ever free, never free of America, I'm just gonna it, it kind of works against me sometimes because mm-hmm. who who reels me in? Like who's gonna stop me from going to a different mm-hmm. city right now, getting a room and walking out by the beach up there and videotaping the interview? It's like whew, Right. I can live my thoughts and manifest right. them. And I got to realize that I have a 58-year-old body that's on it, that I'm not old. Ooh, but, but Really? Really? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> You're like, uh-huh. Yeah, I Here thought I was go. talking to myself <laughs> when I said that. I, I could have sworn I was talking to myself <laughs> when I said that. But anyway, yeah, Queen Red Pill, but, you know, where he is right now, I can't put that out there. It won't be there in the morning. So you just have yeah, to yeah, deal with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still, I'm still renting right now, so. 
you know, and it's not bad, but the people who, oh, really look at that. That's a nice one. Boom. Mm-hmm. And I have my own walls around and everything that I'm good, you know? So, um, right. Yeah. So it's, um, I know, right? Screech, Rudy, it must be mm-hmm. something. Neither, neither. Those two are, those two are not. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you, you, from where you stand, you can assess it or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just know I am motivated, but there's other things mm-hmm. going on that I can use in my, you know, right. half. But, um, like I said, you have to value yourself no matter what the situation. This goes beyond the stepfather thing, the stepmother right. thing. Relation, just plain old relationships, just plain old courting after dating and then getting engaged and getting married. You cannot tolerate any kind of disrespect as long as you has, have been respectful. If you're disrespecting people, you can't expect it back. Exactly. But if you carry yourself a certain way, exactly. never. And they have this term now that they use like on the whole Kevin Samuel show and a high value man. And we know we have high value women, but let's just speak about the man right now. Mm-hmm. The high value man. We speak of the things that, you know, and we kind of segue, segue in away from this topic. We can mm-hmm. do that right now. If we mm-hmm. cover enough of it, we'll do another show on that. Right. But when we speak of or we see women on these shows, you know, I'm looking for a high value man. He's got to make over $200,000. He's got to have a mansion. Now, okay, if you want that, fine. But what if you get that high-value man that the world says, and he's a complete prick? He's exactly. making babies on you. He's bringing exactly. home diseases to you. Exactly. There are women knocking on your door asking for him, calling you on the phone and acting funny. What kind of life is that? Mm-hmm. But he's a high-value man. So when we say high-value man or high-value woman, it's got to be more than just the superficial because we get so bedazzled by those things that we forget to check up under the hood. This high value man that makes lots of money is he a pedophile? Superficial off mm-hmm. situations and erase things off of his record, mm-hmm. like a lot of politicians and priests do when they get caught doing something and they merely move you away to a different country or a different part of the city. Right. What about what about a high value man or high value woman who has high morals? Mm-hmm. They may not be super perfect, mm-hmm. but they have high morals. Exactly. And they may make less money, but you'll have peace of mind because you know you have a quality individual by your side and in your life. Hmm. And you can be high value is what the world may say as far as the money they make and still have high moral value. But which one do you think will last longer? You see, that high value man who is judged on just what he has accrued accrued is uh, as far as finances are concerned. Mm -hmm. He can lose those. So all his investments. (laughs) You'll find out what a piece of shit he is and Mm -hmm. not manure. You're loving that, aren't you? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Not shit manure. That should be the um that should be a (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, we'll write them down too, right? But that being said, that man who is a or woman who is of high moral value, do they become bankrupt? of that if that's what they really are and it's embedded in their soul and saturated into their being no once you get to a certain level i've never seen somebody on such a high level yeah we've taken slips and falls might have say a word that we didn't like or maybe somebody did something one time um under a lot of duress and stress but that was a glitch in their whole total report you can't really lose that once you get to a certain level exactly that's the only thing about it with morals and values of an individual in my own experience, you can never fall back or you can be down and not have it at all and gain it 
because your mindset has expanded and you've learned and you've grown as a person, but you just don't lose it like you can lose money. You can be down there and wallow down there and stay down there and then you can grow, but you can't, you can't regress. Because mm-hmm. once your eyes are open to what a quality person is, and this is another thing too, we talk about what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I have a personal saying that I always say, yeah. In order to get a fantasy, mm-hmm. you also have to be a fantasy. Mm-hmm. So for these men, and this is a whole different subject, That's but I'm just cross my mind. And my girl gotta be uh, <laughs> yeah, she gotta be weight proportionate, man. I mean, she gotta have a tiny ass, nice fat ass, and anti gravity titties, and then suck a golf ball through a hose. And the, so, come on, man, you just talk about physical things. That's right. Are you just looking for a glorified friction provider. You understand? But then you're saying this on a physical level. Let's just talk about that. Are you that in a male version to her? Or you hung down to your ankles? She may not have a fat backside because it's not in her genetics. Everybody in her family may be two-dimensional in the backside department, but she may be the most beautiful woman in the world when you see what she has inside of her. That's true. You understand? So you asking for this, can you be this? Mm -hmm. Why do you get mad when a woman demands of you to be what she has to offer? Because she might have gotten the gym for health reasons and keeps herself a certain way. Now you get mad because just laying the pipe ain't enough. You won't even get close enough to her to do so when she sees how you keep yourself. Now, I'm not putting down anybody who may be a little out of shape or a pot belly or whatever, because that person may be of high moral value and got married to a woman who has several kids and putting his all into it where he kind of neglected his diet as he worked the overnight shift before he worked the day job, working two jobs for kids that are not his uh, as far as their DNA, mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. is raising children and passing that baton on of righteousness so that when they get older, mm-hmm. it might be his transitional service. Right. They sit up there and say, you know what? No, he was not my biological. Yeah, but that yeah, was the yeah. And I've been gifted with somebody. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That we I have know a who that, I have a friend like that. I have a friend. Yeah, her dad exactly. came in and took care of the children that were there before, just like they were his. Loved the mama, loved the mama, loved the mama, loved the mama. Couldn't love her anymore. Right? right? They had kids together, and it they blended smoothly. I mean, I'm sure there were right. little hiccups along the way, but right. you know what I mean. Right. But they blended, and they became his children. Yes. You know, no if ands, or buts. Mm-hmm. And that's B-U-T. <laughs> you would use word buts. We're in the butt. Shack, 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 Ow. Ow. That's the truth. And, and we got to yeah. line up to be realistic. And, you know, the best thing to do, if you're demanding something of someone, put a little work in. You know, yes. now there's situations yes. that are they can be excused, you know, because we're going through things, you know, you may have these people who are working so hard together to gain the money, not to go get a sports car, but they want to provide. And for that time you have to stretch because it's not like, well, you, people say, well, you must live in balance. You must do this, but you don't know what people are going through, you know? And, and so we can, just can't on a superficial level judge because see that very woman who may have the time to go to the gym and, you know, look at this man and say, he, 
is not, you know, all that. But if she digs a little deeper, he might be working two jobs and has a sick mother to take care of. And even in the middle of working those two jobs, he has to still go and mm-hmm. take her to an appointment where that nurse or that aide, that, that, that you know, a, a, a medical aide does him a great favor that when he brings that mother inside, he'll tell her, listen, I, I work two jobs. I don't get any sleep. And I know it takes about two hours. Um, please, if you can just come tap on the window or ring my phone mm-hmm. when you're ready for me to please, you know, that would help me out greatly. At least I get two hours of sleep, which oftentimes is all the sleep that I ever get. She is ready to accommodate him, right? So mm-hmm. that woman looks at him and look at this guy, with tired looking, dark, dark circles under his eyes, bloated looking because he doesn't have the time to cook or maybe not mm-hmm. know how to cook. Mm-hmm. He has a heart. When that mm-hmm. well-fit woman who's in the gym, who has her act together, may delve into what his life is, She'll see that he's a man of high moral value and, and worth his weight beyond in gold. Yes. And take him in, mm-hmm. in her life and her other girlfriends who maintain their gym schedules. Mm-hmm. Say, you could have done so much better than that. But they may attach themselves to no <laughs> players that are playing the field because they know how the numbers go. Mm-hmm. With so many of our brothers locked up, with so many of our brothers on the down low. Right. Just like dating in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for a lot of my sisters who, you know, they're good men out there, straight, heterosexual, who do live there. But a lot of mm-hmm. them, and this is across the country because it's epidemic everywhere, men who lie, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like the piece of artwork that I drew where I said down low brothers are hurting innocent victims. Mm-hmm. Meaning that they lie, right? And But why did I say they were hurting innocent victims. I said that because if you look at the three words, hurting innocent victims, HIV, that was a play on words. Oh, doesn't mean all download brothers have it, but Ooh. a lot of download brothers are responsible mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can pull up a link on the site and share it. Now, there are many who may disagree with how I drew it, because it condemns men who are on that side of the fence, who are liars and who are download brothers, like even straight up heterosexual, I'm not sorry, straight up homosexual uh, men would say they don't agree with that, that they, mm-hmm. that they you know, it, it's not a good thing. So let me see here if I can it open this up. Copy image address. Let me see if I can open up in this because I have this on a slideshow mm-hmm. on the let me see. Let me see. Open so Okay, good. I'm gonna drop this link. So, um, I, I kind of did a biblical twist to it too because this was kind of requested of me too, um, for this uh, uh, newspaper, and they were like kind of hard hitting with the Christian values, so to say, right? Uh-huh. So I drove to them. So don't think I'm saying that I'm condemning all gay men to hell. And all. it is what it is. We have our feelings on certain things, but this was requested. So. Check out this illustration I did many, many years ago. But I got ragged out for it. I just dropped the link inside the, um, and that's off the site, yeah, landscurve.com. If you want to see more of the artwork, go to landscurve.com and hit the art tab right under the header, and it'll pull you on the slideshow to all of these things I've drawn. And I was almost going to draw something this weekend and just didn't have the time. I was so beat. But leave a little comment in, in the comment section with your feelings on it. Whether you see it, now you see it later on, 
after the show goes up as a video. I don't video. know if it's me, but it's coming up about blank. I'm not sure if it's me. Yeah, let me, Um, I did put a real link on it. Um, Let's see if. Uh, let me try again. Anybody else have any success with it or they have a problem with opening it up? Just let me know. Because for me on this side, it might just open up because, I mean, it's connected to the site, yeah. It may be some kind of blockage or something like I that. I don't know. My, my thing is cycling now, so. Oh. Well, that computer is always kind of takes a little while, you know what I mean? It, 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 I need a new computer. Okay, it's working now. <laughs> oh, it, it came through? Yeah, okay, it's coming you. through. Um, okay, okay. It's coming through. <clears throat> I'm going to be like one of them little kids that come up to you. Uh, sir, I, I, uh, I need a, a computer uh, from, <laughs> from my show, uh, and I need, um, I need accessories to go with it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let me stop it. Get specific at all, right? <laughs> no, I'm not getting specific at all. Ooh, ooh, damn, Lance. You never saw that one before? No. Even you missed that on. I got a lot of pictures I drew, like. Oh my stuff. God, the details. I'm a detail. You know me. Company. You know if me. I, can't, I ain't gonna do it at all. Because you gotta, have all the, you have all these 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 the brick wall. If people pay attention, they're all devil horns. I <laughs> listen. <laughs> you, you you know me. I'll be I'll, I'll be looking into look at this shit. <laughs> Oh my gosh, guys! Just, don't just left hand side. You'll see Lance Gerv, so that's proof I that see I, it, I see it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, so I, did, I did a lot of anti-homosexual uh, uh, scriptures, but that that was requested of me, you know. And um, you see a little demon that I drew and a little I death. I see it. Yes, yes. And yes. pointing down like that's the create that's the creator's viewpoint, whatever. Yeah, they wanted it. They wanted it like that, you know. Yeah. Two dudes are dudes that were like, you know, they left their wives at home, but they're down little brothers in this judgment day for them. They got this big muscular demon with one eye, and there's this chain that he's gonna put on me, mm -hmm. yank up down. Mm -hmm. Or demons coming out. Whatever. So when I um and the creator knows like that little other hand that was already like judge, you see it right there mm -hmm. under the big mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want this part of my life back so much, and I just want this to explain. shit is unbelievable. Don't you, you draw anymore? I haven't done anything in years. Well, like I said, in my journey, I started out doing this, and that's it. Like I would draw something, you know, while working, right? And do something in two weeks. Oh, it's ready in two weeks. I put it up. Unbelievable! No website, oh my god! And then I would um do another picture. It took three weeks, or one week, or three days. I throw them up as there, there was no pressure because that's all I was doing. I used to carry a little mm, folder mm, mm. that uh, I'd have the artwork in a little plastic over it and have a little pouch whenever right. I had an idle sketch. And this is mostly pen. And um, even down to the teeth, the tongue, the this to that, the you know, the yeah. face and Listen. strand of hair or whatever have you. So and guys, when you look at Brother Lance's stuff, you know, don't just don't just look at don't just look at you know like in broad stroke don't look at broad stroke because a lot of you will just look at you know you'll see two men a demon two things and reapers in the back you'll see the big hand you know and and you'll miss the details lance lance's work lance's best work is in the details 
the, the, the little teeny stuff that you don't pay attention to. Trust and know. You got to go over his stuff with a fine tooth comb. Get a magnifying glass if you have to. Because you'll, you'll, you'll miss them, stuff. Some of them are done like quickly or like I had another one to do and I can't go any further with that. Because even still, if left alone, you give me a year with this picture, I'm going to make it look like it's lifting up off of the paper. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep going and going and going and going. That's what I do. And it takes me to a place. And what I do now, like when I draw something, which I haven't done anything in a long time, and I explain what I was going to explain from before, I put on the computer, go find some good music on YouTube, and draw and zone out. I'll sit there for eight, nine, ten hours, whatever, um, and just go until I might have had to go pee for three hours and didn't realize that my mind is so gone. Right, right. But, right. but why I haven't been doing anything in so many years is because when I first started, that's all I did. And then I started to get interviews on the artwork, right, back way back then. We didn't have YouTube back then. I'm before YouTube, years before YouTube, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of the Johnny Kalitlis that are just on YouTube as a YouTube talking head that don't know what I do, that don't know what really got me out here online, it kind of pisses me off when they relegate me to that kind of status. Right. I just happen to be an artist who talks. And my friends and close people knew that. But most of the time I was known as the quiet guy who liked to draw pictures. So it drew me out of just being that. So they had these on-phone, over-the-phone kind of interviews where you <clears> had all these numbers and then hit this code and hit this button and do a headstand and a somersault, and you're in. A lot of them I didn't have the way to record them, and now to go back I can't find them. Right. But that kind of artwork underground had went all over the world, and I was still holding back. Now, when I do it again, I'm going to be straight-up controversial to the point where some of the illustrations, if need be, will have adult-type stuff in it to prove the point, not just to be nasty. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to piss some people off when they see it. And there's things I don't like in the world. I'm going to use that mm-hmm. to convey a message that, may, that you may not be able to convey in a daggone six-hour show. Right. See, this right. is why in the military you have the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, and the Army. They're all on the same side fighting. I'm not glorifying that. But with me, I have the artwork, the writing, the videos, the interviews, the shows. Everything will express something that I feel or something that needs to be spoken. But if you see a piece of artwork, it might go over your head. You might have to hear me talk. Or if you're not into either one of those, I don't like to watch them YouTube videos. Well, I'll write something that you can sit down and read. Right, right, right. So in doing the artwork, and I got popular on the underground like that. We're talking 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And this is what a lot of the naysayers on this channel don't want to acknowledge that you may just be a YouTube person, but there's other things that, well, how did you get to be just this YouTube person? I'm not just that, but time-wise, when I started writing and blogging, and I know I had my little run-on sentences because my mind never stops, but that got kind of popular also. So here I am writing and drawing. Mm-hmm. The people who supported me not by giving money but they benefited because i let them use my artwork on their site mm-hmm. well, who doesn't like a little visual in the writing or picture in the writing yeah so they would use it but when they saw that i started writing then i became a competitor right right, right. Anybody. so it made me more popular on the underground so the original website which was not landscurve.com was another name scurve originals it doesn't exist anymore um they started like pulling away their support. 
Mm. There's some people that you do know that are quite famous now that used to use my stuff on their website many, many years ago mm-hmm. before they were really out there, but they are famous now consistently. Right. Right. And all of you know who it is and I won't say names and there's other people like that. So I know these people, but it's like, oh, he doesn't have uh, uh he's not a professor. He's not a person who is lettered. He's not in his fraternity, but he's touching on these things. This guy's a daggone corrections officer and then a bus driver, but he's saying and writing such things and we can't draw. So now it's a little hate going on, but right. we should all be in unity and unison moving toward correcting things in our community. Right. So let me ask you. Let me just Sorry. say, your foot doesn't get respect, but take it, take, take it away. Right. You need your feet. You need each toe. Hurt one toe and see how funny you walk. Mm-hmm. So what our positioning or what our pedigree or where we come from, we are needed and we're very much necessary in this world. Right, right, right. right. Go ahead with what you were saying. I'll continue no, today. I was going to ask you, I mean, this about how long did it take you to do this piece? I think like a week and a half because I had a free week and a half. And I could have a week and a half and like not be in that zone. Mm-hmm. And that picture would take me a month while working and stopping and starting and stopping. So this is what messed me up. So now that I have free time or freer time, which I don't because I'm fully committed to doing this stuff, right. not just YouTube, but all the other things, you know, and um, I could knock some out quick because if you go on a, on a steady flow, okay, put it this way, give me 24 hours out of your day. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we know 24 hours a day, people say, we well, need eight hours of sleep. <clears throat> nine, some would take six. Let's just say you take eight. Right. Well, in that 24-hour period, if I woke you up after you started sleeping for an hour, woke mm-hmm. you up mm-hmm. and made you stay up for 15 minutes till you woke up again, let you sleep. You're like, oh, good. I'm going to sleep for seven more hours, eight more hours. And I woke you up for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and broke up your eight hours of sleep in eight separate hours of sleep that I gave you between breaking it up. You couldn't go as deep, right? So if I'm drawing a picture and I get three hours in, oh, but I got to get out of here and go to work. And I go to work, eight hours, come back, got another job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can't get momentum. You can't build up your speed. So that was hurting me. Mm-hmm. So when we say how long would it take? Well, it would take longer because I got these jobs to go to. And then maybe I'm tired this day. Maybe I want to go back in the backyard and just sit down for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Like I know today's not going to be an eight-hour show, nine-hour show. But we have something coming at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. And I said, okay, the four-hour gap would be enough for this topic because I am still beat. And there's a couple things I want to do afterward. So we got that show going on. It's going to be a good. That's Michael Hamer on steroids, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how he starts off all comedy. Mm-hmm, he gets mm-hmm. the concepts and say, like, oh, man. So we, you're going to have a good afternoon if you can listen to that um, because we put some time into that. And if not, you can chop it up and go back to it, whatever. But that's the reason why I got into the writing and doing videos and stuff to bring attention back to my artwork and have a platform of my own where I didn't have to depend on people who were going to turn on me because I was a threat because they were scared that I'd get attention from what they do. See, my father and mother, but more so my father with his business and incrementally taking his time and doing things where when you're at a certain point in your craft, you focus on that one part 
that one part only. Now, of course, if the roof is caving and you got to run out of the way, you know, you're so focused, you didn't notice the roof. Roof was caving in. Mm-hmm, Not like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I learned that just by being around him as a full-time father that he, that he is. I say is, he's transitioned, but his energy is a is thing because it's in me. It's not right. a was thing. Right. I'd be stupid to say, oh, he's walking around right now. Show me, because I know <laughs> different. But his oh. energy is still flowing on this earth because the baton of righteousness that he passed me in that respect mm-hmm. is still here. We got to learn right. to think of it that way. That's, That's right. why, again, I say you have to understand how important you are in this world because you're placed here in a certain positioning that you may not understand because you might have been born poor somewhere in a shack with 12 other brothers and sisters and don't know why you had it so hard. That's not going to be your existence as it is forever. You have to project and, 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 and be creative and have vision for the new realities. I would not end up in Accra, Ghana if I wasn't thinking about Accra, Ghana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And why are you in a cry, Ghana? Don't you miss New York? Yeah, but if I was in New York right now, I would still miss New York. Mm-hmm. New That's York, the house in New York I grew up in and had so much fun. That's, be right. That's right. That's right. You got to right. keep moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did some years, two decades in Orlando, but that, that did not form me to who I am. As a matter of fact, it might have been a waste of time in many respects, but I can't say that either because I had experiences there that will be connected to me that I can draw from, good and bad. <clears throat> Take all of the hot pepper and put it on you. <clears throat> Depending on how you like your food, you put just enough to your taste. To your so taste. I got, I got so caught up in building the platform that had nothing to do with art mm-hmm. that it caught me up. I'm like, I'm only gonna do this for two years. I said, I'm gonna do it for two years. That's years ago. Wow. Then that's so something. People, when I say that, I've been online like this 20 years. Mm-hmm. You're a liar, Scurve. Aha! You're lying. I say, why do you say I'm lying? Well, this is 2021, and YouTube came around in 2005. There's no way you can be here 20 years. I said, man, oh. I was here before YouTube. Mm-hmm. A whole internet dynamic changed. It changed from five years ago. It changed right. from four or five years ago before that. I'm riding mm-hmm. the wave. I'm still here. I'm a. I'm not just a dinosaur. I'm not just a fossil. I'm a daggone relic online. Because really, if you, really and truly, if you look at it, if I've been online for 20 years doing this kind of stuff, and I'm 58 now, when I got on at 38, to the teeny boppers, I was old. Mm. What you doing on, uh, on, on MySpace? Promoting what I do? Well, you exactly. old. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that I was prepared to walk the long journey and whatever it turns into, you know, you plan on going somewhere and you have your, 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 your directions mapped out. Mm-hmm. But if one particular street has a bad accident and it's going to be blocked for the next 18 hours, you going to sit there, you do a detour. Mm-hmm. So I'm smart enough to know that I need to adapt according to what's in front of me, but I know it's inside of me. And that's why I tell people, I'm not just some YouTube guy here in 2020. YouTube will shut down. I like it. You can get to the people. But I'm going to have to keep going on because I was here before then. Some people, if it shuts down, what you going to do? What you going to do? Right. This right. Back to focusing on landscurve.com and it will have nothing to do with YouTube because, like I say, I transfer stuff off of here and put it onto another platform and put it on my own site. That's right. Where YouTube can shut down all it wants to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It shuts down all it wants to because I'm thinking ahead of the future. 
Mm-hmm. There are people who come on. Oh man, I, I just started my YouTube channel last week. I want to get an app like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get it. But you got to have content to put on the app. What good is it having that and you don't have the content? Exactly. Oh, yeah, you're right, man. You're right. I got 20 years worth of content. You can knock yourself out on it hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. So you got to have the vision to go beyond. So now that I have this flowing like I like <clears> it, <throat> robbing subscribers and shutting the channel down and, you know, make it where you can't make no money, even though it's a monetized channel. But the first thing with me is not that's not my first and foremost thing. Right. I was doing this before you can make anything. And how much am I making now? Really? Because all the money I worked for all my life and having a pension, yes, I'm putting my business out there. Even that is not that much. So this must be a passion thing. But I want to speak as a creator, as an artist. Because in my deepest meditations, you know, it's like this. Most people say, man, he crazy. Mm-hmm. He's putting so much work into this thing. And he ain't getting no real money. He's actually taking some of his money and putting it in to top off what little he gets. He done lost his mind. Ain't it wouldn't it be better if he just go down to the bar and socialize and enjoy himself now? He ain't huh. getting no money. But guess what? I'm not even doing this for the money. But what, what happens and how will people view you, who are your naysayers, that if I put out a book, which I've been planning on doing and doing, or somebody sees a future piece that I did and they say, you know what? We're going to get you in a contract with this periodical, this website, or we like that particular thing. And the digital artwork is what I'm going to be getting into too. We're going to give you a million dollars for that piece. That may not be a million dollars. Who am I? Right? It could be a hundred thousand dollars, but guess what? The same people who were saying I was crazy. Those same people who are saying that I'm wasting my time because I'm, painting these big pictures in my yard and I'm going to sell them and I don't get much money for them. Now, would they call me crazy? Oh, we always knew you were a genius. We always knew that you had good things coming. You No, shut up. Because they couldn't see the vision. Mm-hmm. They couldn't see the spirit of stick intuitiveness that I'm not being competitive with other people. I'm jogging right. down the street real fast and you run up next to me, call yourself racing me. I don't even know you there. <laughs> we found out that we're in a race that we didn't know we were in, but we were winning. True. You understand? So I'm not in here for no race. I'm in here because this is what I do. I know my positioning in this world. I know my value in this world. One day you'll see and one day maybe you'll see the value you have. I'm not saying just me. You need to see the value in yourself. You need to stop shortchanging yourself. You need to stop allowing yourself to be disrespected by people who don't even have the same pedigree that you do. You mm-hmm. can't convince a fool to like something that have no idea how valuable it is. Mm-hmm. You walk down the street, there might be broken glass and bottles and little tiny ground up pieces, people walking on it and whatnot, and you see a diamond in all the broken up glass. And you say, look at that. That's a diamond. Let me pick it up. The ignorant fool who doesn't know anything about a diamond or what it really looks like sees it amongst the broken glass. Oh, man, that, that's a good piece of looking glass right there. No, it isn't. It's a diamond, but you mm. can't get it because you know nothing about that. How that's many right. people do you have in your life that you're seeking to see that they see you as the diamond that you are? 
but they think nothing but a mere piece of glass from an old cheap mm-hmm. bottle of ripple that you can get from the mm-hmm. store and get drunk and toss it down. That's right. Don't be over that. Don't expect that from them. So you might have to take the gallery that you are of this precious artwork and move it somewhere else to a side of town where they appreciate, they appreciate that stuff. More. Exactly. And now sometimes when they don't appreciate you, you begin to feel down about yourself. You begin to feel that you're not worthy of any appreciation because of the low vibration people around you who might even know that I'm not saying you're better, you're a step above the norm and you have something to offer and they mad at you because you took the step to believe and know that you had something good and now they want to stop your momentum from continuing on because if I don't stop him now, what will he be five years from now? I know that you know, one. You know, the person says, oh, you must live your best life. I Stop what you're that. doing. Mm-hmm, Live your mm-hmm, best life. If your mm-hmm. best life is puffing weed mm-hmm. and drinking a Heineken, then let that be your best life. life. No, that's your wife yours. is at home because you're trying to paint yourself as somebody mm-hmm. spiritual. Mm-hmm. And you can't go back to where you came from because of what Lance. obligations you have that you ran away from. Don't Lance. put that on me. <laughs> I got to tell it. Lance. Don't put that on me. If I know where I can go and I know that what was given to me is a responsibility to the world while I'm here, the creator knows in the system while we're in it, we have to work and put that kind of time in. But you should be trying to maximize getting the stuff out of you because there's value on different ways. There are people that I've known that didn't know that I did this kind of stuff online. I move out here to the motherland and they see a, a Facebook page. Oh, I haven't seen that guy in a while. Mm-hmm. You, click on it, you see all this stuff. Right. I do this attention. It's just something in me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to know the value of who you are. And if you're not valued and it's really wearing on you, don't mm-hmm. try to convince people that don't know your pedigree. Right. But remember, to give up and to stop is the ultimate crime. Because it has nothing to do with anybody around you. It has something to do, do with what you are put here for. And if you can complete the task that you are well-equipped to do over and above, because what this universe and this world calls from you is far less than what you can really do. Mm-hmm. You know, when you a child or you're younger and your parents or whoever raised you, aunt, cousin, grandmama, whoever, they know that to go to that school trip, they really only need about $10 but they give you 30, 40, 50. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow. So you have to appreciate what was given to you. And they might not even ask you for change back, but that's how this world is. If you turn inward and extract the seeds of greatness inside of you, but there is a responsibility. You cannot allow low vibrational people to see your value and treat you like shit when you really were manure. That's right. Now, people who are coming in late, like, well, shit, manure is the same thing. Yes, it is. But how is it viewed? You may have all the things and tools in your toolbox. There's one tool that you don't have, and that's the very one you may need at time to get you out of the, the trouble that you're in mm-hmm, in some kind mm-hmm, of repair. Mm-hmm. That one tool, and like I've said it before, you got to have a full toolbox. Mm-hmm. The latest tools, best companies made it. Mm-hmm. And it's that one tool that you never used. You don't throw that tool out because right. the day that you need that one tool, yeah, it is the most valuable tool in the whole box because mm-hmm. you need that one. Mm-hmm. 
So whatever tools you have inside of you, don't think that you're not worthy to manifest it. If it's in you, you have a propensity to developing this way, it may seem odd where you are. You may, you may be in, in the projects right now, 14 years old, can sing, but not just the usual screaming out your mouth gospel, which I'm not going to put that down, but you may have a voice that goes perfect with opera. Yeah. Where are you going to develop yourself in the hood because of that? So now when you go across town and your parents or friends or there's a scholarship where you can go to that, who you think you are selling operas? You don't lower yourself to the standards of people who can't see. Keep going. Because it doesn't seem to have value where you are. Mm -hmm. You're valued elsewhere. Mm -hmm. But you got to keep that in your mind. All these hours I'm sitting here talking, that's the party time. Mm -hmm. I love to talk. There are people who don't know me as that as I put in hours and hours of work otherwise. So don't let your environment dictate how you value yourself. Mm, and don't get into any situation. And this touches back on being a stepfather or, or, or just a relationship mm-hmm. that you have to get paid. I ain't talking about no money. Right. But you have to get something out of it, out of appreciation. What's in this for me? Am I going to marry you and give you all my money? Now, it's not about that. I'm saying it the street way. You just don't handle, but she might be better with the bills. So you handle the money if she is trustworthy, but why would you marry her if she's not, right? So you work it out, your own contract. So what's in it for me? I'm giving you all of my resources, all of my effort for us, but how can you see that? And it's not just a money thing because men give money and go out and cheat. Men give money and go out and bring diseases home. Men go give money and won't help out in the house. Right. Right. You might make right. all the money in the world and hand it to the pay the bills, but don't you understand how hard housework is when you have children? Mm-hmm. That is an mm-hmm. undervalued uh, position to be in, in this world. Here you are, you gave your life to this man and your children. But he going out there checking out these girls out there. Well, you know, she has this six-figure income and everything, and they look, she go to the gym, and she got these nice outfits. That is not what you married. It doesn't mean that that doesn't have any value in someone's life. That's right. But you married this woman, you're not appreciating her for what that corporate woman probably can't do. Right. And you put her down. Thank you. Oh, Black Lamb, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hit the art app. Hit the art app. Oh, wow. Because I forget to put it up. See, when I put up, when somebody shares their financial love, I'm not mm-hmm. putting it up to like, you need to be doing this, huh? But if they say something, you know, and I want them to get that acknowledgement because, exactly. you know, again, you know, there's different ways of supporting the page. Hit the like button or share it or whatever. If it's something that you like, if it's something that vibrates with you, you know, Indeed. I mean, that helps out a whole lot with exposure because the truth, the fact of the matter is, you know, I'm losing subscribers every day because YouTube is removing them. Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. walked in the lines of the community guidelines so they can't smash the channel. So somebody who works there doesn't like what's being done here. I'm not saying mm-hmm. all of YouTube comes in the office. Yes, we're going to go after Lance. And no, they can hit a button and knock everything off. But there's somebody who works there who who is hell bent, you know, mm-hmm. on killing the channel. They're doing it. Yeah, they're doing it mm-hmm. subtly. 
slowly but surely. Mm -hmm. So to ride with us that way, and when we say something you disagree with, no matter who you are, you can say, I'm not mad at that. Because a lot of people say, well, my comments are being removed. I'm like, I'm not the one doing that. Exactly. I'm not the one doing that. Now, you may say something or string something a certain way, and it never comes through. And I will say this. I don't allow links to be dropped because you have all kind of porn links when you're not looking. You have all kind of stuff flooding your page, and it makes it still people know people drop things, but it still makes you look bad. You know what I mean? That's like. Right. If I had an apartment building that had 10 units in it, why would I rent all 10 units to uh, people who are involved in prostitution? They need to just live somewhere too. But that's going to bring the neighborhood down to a certain point for all the tricks that are driving up and, hey, I'm going to go in there and get laid. And so, so this bring down the fabric of the neighborhood and take that somewhere else. Hmm. So I can't have that come on the thing. So I've disabled the ability to drop links in the chat and on the actual site. Now, right. I get it all. You have some folks who drop stuff in old videos. Now, how am I going to know to go back on a video from five years from now and remove I'll be right a, back. A favorable, yeah, an unfavorable comment? Well, I have an app that lets me know up to date. Any comment that's dropped two minutes ago, three minutes ago, at the moment, it could be a video years ago, 10 years ago. I'll see it and deal with it accordingly. So don't think for those who come just to drop their links and, and whatever, which I love to help people build their channels also. But some people just come around just for that. That's all they want. And that's not the way this game goes. You got to be sincere about what you do. Things can go slow sometimes. Things, things can speed up a little bit. But it's got to be the mission at the core of what you do. And YouTube is a very small part of it. That even though you don't see the others that I'm not really actively doing, when I do, you'll have a fuller appreciation. So again, at the end of the day, if you take nothing from this particular show, you know, the communication, um, the respect all the way through, if you can't communicate and, and you can't give and receive respect as is due, you can't shortchange the person that you're with, but you most of all can't shortchange yourself because in a lot of these situations, you'll find yourself on your own emotionally. When it is a bad situation, when marrying someone who has children, that they didn't do what they had to do to get that whole unit ready. So not just for you, like you stepping in this and going to always change or whatever, but so you can coexist and they may not be aware. And like I use with the shit slash manure analogy, you got to kind of make them see all sides of things in a way that they can absorb. You can't speak to a four-year-old the way you would a 16-year-old. So huge difference. Even if you were to go into the future, go back to the past, it was the same child, you got to speak to them differently. I wouldn't suggest that you give steak to a baby. But if you had to, you don't drop the whole piece right there and have them bite up. No, you have to slice it thin. Little pieces that they can digest. Again, why would you do that? That's very unhealthy to do. So you also have to look at the person's ability to absorb the information, break it down and understand it and reconstruct it back the way it was. You get this office furniture where you have these instructions and it's just little plastic things that are holding it together and you put a little screw through it. And the first time you did it, it took a whole hour to put a desk or two hours to put the desk together. But then you end up getting another one or a friend of yours gets the same one and you go over there and it's put together in eight minutes, 10 minutes because 
You've been through that before. You have something of experience to draw from because you've been through that before. I have lost very close loved ones. It's not a happy situation because as a human being, you'll miss them. But there's something that you have to go through in this life. And I have lots of experience that way, but it doesn't minimize the pain and shock that you go through when that happens and how your life is changed around certain things you took for granted. Now you got to do or certain places that you never thought you'd go to in your mind and in your consciousness. I'm not saying to go and be proactive and think about all the things. Well, I got to prepare for when you die. And No, we don't do that. But there's certain things we got to do that when things happen, we took care of it already. It's not on the subject, but for example, someone passes away and they were the ones who ran most of the stuff. They actually made you crippled because they didn't allow you to partake in certain things. So any righteous man who has a woman in their areas in their relationship as far as responsibilities where, you know, he does, the biggest thing he can do to hurt her is not teach her those areas that he handles that she doesn't bother with not right now because he won't let her. Oh, don't worry about it. No. So if you're up and around healthy mm-hmm. and you have an extra bit of money or you can work out something, get your burial plots. You don't want your loved ones be having to think about this stuff while they're grieving. Mm-hmm. Pay for it if it takes a little time. Don't go and get the Lexus truck, but you can get the inexpensive Toyota pickup truck and take that money and pay for these things for arrangements. They will really appreciate you when something might happen to you and realize daddy took care of all of this. He thought this far that while we're crying now and crippled with the pain of losing him, which you don't really lose the person, they transition And if they put something in you, you always have them. See, my mother and father, they're not here right now on a physical Mm -hmm. level. Mm -hmm. But they're with me right now because they're in me. I am them and they are me. I'm an extension of them. If you have a righteous connection when they were here, and I understand if you had parents that abused you and abandoned you, treated you bad, and they pass on, you're like, I ain't heard over that. You know what I mean? (laughs) understand you. But maybe there were other energies of people that were brought to you that maybe in a fragmented way they made up for and superseded what they your parents could have given you. True. Everything you need in nature, you may not get it right now, but you're going to eventually get it. And one thing I'll always say is that no matter how tough the situation is that you're going through, Mm -hmm. remember, think of all the tough situations that in your growth and in your development, even as an adult, that you surmounted, that you went over and conquered. At the time, it didn't seem like that. At the time, it felt like the worst thing in the whole world. Mm -hmm. But here you are laughing, Mm -hmm. joking, having Mm -hmm. fun, and you still Mm -hmm. might walk with a little bit of pain because I have several pains that I walk with. I don't Mm -hmm. hold on to them. I'm not nurturing them, but like a tumor that needs to be reduced or cut out, I'm dealing with them. Even as I laugh and even as I walk, there are many times I'm on this show and we're laughing and talking. I'm telling jokes. Man, this guy's crazy. So 
and maybe 10 minutes after the show, I shed some tears for something that's bothering me. Past, mm-hmm. present, or future. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so it doesn't mean where when we say I'm happy, that there's no pain there. Right. How many times have we gone to a party where we had a slight case of the runs? A slight case. Didn't mean you go go home, but I'm enjoying myself, man. It's great to be with you fellas, but uh, the next hour I'll be in the bathroom 10 times. So it's never where you get there and you're there and everything is perfect. And we project to this time, I'm going to have this house, I'm going to have this car, I'm going to have this relationship, I'm going to have this. Sometimes and oftentimes there's always a pebble in your shoe that you're not able to take out right away while you're in a very favorable situation and people don't know what you have in your shoe that's annoying you and stabbing your toe. So while we go through life and we move toward higher ground and we project the good things, which you should do, understand that you may never have it. You might never have it. Right. Everything is perfect. And so while we have it like that, where there's something that needs to be worked on, understand that, like I say, it's the joy of the process. Because Mm -hmm. if you understand what needs to be done, and you're in the process of doing it, that's really the best way to go about things. I got one wow. more credit card you gotta pay off. And I'm debt free. And it's not something super impossible. Right? I could knock it off in, in maybe a year, get aggressive right. in months. But as I pay something on it, incrementally, I feel more relieved because I'm in the process of taking care of it as opposed to ignoring it and it becomes some big boogeyman in my life and a big uh, Mm -hmm. thing that holds me back. You know how it is back in the day before we handled this online banking Mm -hmm. where you put a bill on the top of the dresser Mm -hmm. which really a bill has no place in the the bedroom because you're going to look at it before you go to sleep and be tortured. Mm -hmm. But the bills pile up sometimes. Mm -hmm. You lose a job and it takes weeks to get back another one. You didn't have the six months of, and how many people really have that? We know the deal, but it's like you got things to deal with. You black in America, you paying higher on insurance for your car because you live in a black neighborhood and chances are one of those niggas are going to try to do something to it. Right. It's not You might work a good job in a nice affluent area, but have to commute from somewhere that those people don't know what world you come from. And it takes longer. They live around the corner. They're in a house that damn near might be a million dollars to buy. And you got to trek all the way. Wake up three hours before. And even that's not, not enough time sometimes. So it's all relative. Never hmm. shortchange yourself. Indeed. And never look at yourself and lowball yourself for somebody else. Because you're doing them a favor because they weren't willing to pay. We're not talking money. We're talking respect and, and mm-hmm. all that's because of who you are. If you're in a situation where you can't get those things and you're worthy of it, don't try to be nice. Well, the Lord will bring it. To- no. I'm not shortchanging myself. I'm not tolerating this deal. Exactly. You have good things about you, but I'm not tolerating that. Mm-hmm. I do love you. And in the process of loving you, but I can't stay here mm-hmm. because for years you neglected me. That one little thing, that one little pebble in my shoe mm-hmm. that you that you're supposed to take care of, you refused. Mm-hmm. 
And you may see it as a small thing, but I could never fully enjoy myself with you as we went out into the world because you didn't care about that pebble in my shoe. Now, realistically, we're supposed to take out anything in our shoe. I'm just saying there are things about relationships that they will disrespect you on in a different way where they're neglecting and they don't care. If something means something to you, then it's got to mean something to me if if you I'm care about that person. I'm just saying love. Mm-hmm. Love? Mm-hmm. Tina Turner said, what's love got to do with it? I'm not really in that mindset. But like I've always said before, love is like money. Mm-hmm. But what do you mean? If I call you up and say, get ready for a big shopping spree tomorrow, because I'm coming over there with a whole lot of money. I'm coming over there with a truckload of money. Mm-hmm. What you mean? With them 18 wheelers, yeah, it's gonna be stuffed with bills. Uh-uh. In 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 not low denominations, but high denominations, wouldn't you be happy? Not that you're just looking for money, but you know, you might be able to say uh F you to the boss and never come back if you're smart. Uh an 18 wheeler with what? We'd all change our demeanors. I mean, hey, we'd be apologizing, we'd be I'm sorry, so, I said we'd be apologizing up and down. You know, it'd be, just, mm-hmm. So what it is is that now you look down the street. You know how in the hood sometimes we're looking out the window for that mailman. The mm-hmm. mailman in the hood is the most protected person on the 1st and the 15th. <laughs> <You better not, laughs> he got straight because he has something of value to those who live there. Right. Here comes, here comes the truck. And you all dressed up with your best because you're going to show out. And all of a sudden, they rip open the back door, lift it up, and all this money comes falling out. And it's for you. And there are 10 people getting it together to bring it to you. And you happy. And you realize it's some foreign currency. Mm-hmm. They brought you the money, but they brought it to you in a way that you didn't expect. Right. Now you now you got to get to the bank or somewhere where they can change this money over before it's any value to you. So this is why I said love is like, like money. He did and finished through on his, on, his, on his promise, but not the way you were ready to receive it. So when somebody says love to you, I love you, you think it's the way that you think of love. Right, so right. Say they love you, have a little chat after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You what does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Again, mm-hmm. we're going back to communication. Right. Get mad at the person who brought me all that money. They brought it to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind taking an extra step because I'm going to change that money over or maybe move to the country where it came from. <laughs> 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 I don't know about that, but we got to understand where we stand and what we That's mean. That's a good point. Move to the country where it came from, yes. Go live like a king. If it's that much. If it's that much. You know, if you it's worth it. If it's worth its weight, yeah, you know. That's right. That's right. Change it out over there and come back here. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, you just said so much. You're absolutely correct. What I said, I was just, really, and I I get like that, because now I'm like off the topic, and I just shoot stuff out. That's all right. You know, I spend a lot of time by myself. I'm here desk and working with these computers and stuff like that and you know things go through my head and it may not be a full show in my mind it must, must be like 
fragmented little thoughts that can become shows because even what we just said was a show right you know what i mean so mm -hmm. this is the way i think in my mind you know when when things happen so i received these files here let me see if this guy did this stuff right i got some more visual goodies for the channel <laughs> so i'm gonna oh, okay. wrap it down i'll play a lot more music in in one hour in five minutes we have brother mike hamer coming on Yes. I'll play music probably right up until that point. Hope I don't oh, forget. Because wow. <laughs> I have to. You're not going to give them a little breathing room? <laughs> well, no, I'll play the music if they want to go now after you finish talking. Fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't order nobody. You can't go anywhere. I'm Lance Curve. Stay right here and listen to these music, damn it. Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I can't. Do that. I, don't, I don't even feel that way. I'm just glad that. Don't move. Don't leave. I'm glad you understand where I'm coming from. That's why I had to speak it that way because I don't want people to think that I'm speaking in a way where you're looking at the woman like, oh, you got baggage or, or they, it's all about me. No, it's emerging. It's mutually beneficial. Mm -hmm. And these types of unions, go back on that topic before we leave, it should be a mutually beneficial thing. You should be on the same page when you think about love. Mm -hmm. You must make them understand what respect is on both sides. Right even more research and in, in, in speaking on. And once you go through all of that and understand where you're coming from, oh boy, how sweet it is. Indeed. Is. But you have to be going into this thing with the right intentions. Eyes wide open, eyes being, wide shut. Yes, indeed. Exactly, exactly. Because mm -hmm. you have some men who come around you because you got daughters who are going to be developing soon. Yes. You understand? Yeah. And he's coming in at the right age to groom them for things yes. that are not proper. I've known men like this, like that situation mm -hmm. that I know real good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Married this woman and she just had the child a year and a half before. And I think the man died. Her ex-husband died. So it wasn't like, I'm just out here looking to whatever, you know, and it don't matter. Even if you do choose that, that's your decision. But understand with every decision you make, there's consequences involved. Yeah. Good and bad. Hopefully more good than bad. Yes. There's nothing that you can't come out of. There's nothing that you can't fix if you have the communication. Once the communication is broken and you get emotional and perceiving something to be something that it's not, and you hold on to that, it will never work. You say never, say never. No, it will never work. How do you expect to drive down a street in your car, brand new tires, and it's glass and nails and nails and nails. chances are you going to come out there with some flats, but you get mad every time you go down the street. Don't go down that street. <laughs> Just like you have some people are notorious for getting in abusive relationships because there's something about that type of pairing. Maybe they grew up seeing abuse as normalcy. Right. And some of us are in love with the abuse that we endured. That might be tomorrow's show, but. That's true. And some of us get mad when we hear that. I'm not saying everybody, but mm -hmm. some of us get mad and we're more comfortable in the dysfunctions that we saw as children growing up or prior relationships from younger. Right, right, right. The gentle, kind, loving man won't that, understand that work. everything just right. Or maybe he needs to communicate and find out, right? But still, mm -hmm. he gave us all. But she breaks up with him to go with some dude that really ain't no good. He ain't looking to work. He ain't looking to do anything. 
But she ran to him? Mm-hmm. Or she's cheating on me with him? Because mm-hmm. the sex is good and he's rough. Come here. You're going to give me some good head tonight, baby. You know what? Mm-hmm. Oh, your kidneys out. Come here. And slightly chokes her. Not out of violence, but as an enhancement for those who like that. And she might like that grimy element. Mm-hmm. Over what she has at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. He's just so, he, you know, mm-hmm. we met and he took me in the alleyway. Mm. There were rats running around and he bent me over and gave it to me. And some women like that. They do. Over what? Now that element should be explored from with the guy who's at home. If you know to do that and shift and get into that sometime, you're walking down the street and say, I don't, wouldn't suggest the rats in the alleyway. That's a bit too far. <laughs> hey. understand whatever you see in front of you what they are on the inside deep down or what they crave may be the polar opposite mm-hmm. yeah. I knew yeah. a lady who after the church service loved to give blowjobs in the parking lot where the people were filing out they parked in the corner this is just so wicked this is just oh the rush of it look oh and they said, hey, sister, so-and-so. And mm, she was a mm. sp- <laughs> Oh, how did I do that? Oh, God, I told her myself. How did you know that, Sir Lance? Like, <sighs> seriously, how... Somebody else's experience. How Moving did on. you know that? Hmm? <laughs> hmm? Did you go to church that Sunday? <laughs> Didn't have to. I just had to park out the back... <laughs> Knowing when the service is over. <laughs> Let's not, we'll, we'll save that for the Saturday show. Let's not go there. But this, this <laughs> you went there because you could have you could have just stopped that saying hi, sister so and so, but you had to go there. So <laughs> listen, don't start it, okay? Do too much. Mm. The point was already. I just like yeah. I said yeah. I. I said, uh, Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we'll give everyone a break and um, we'll wrap it down now. But I'll keep it open enough to yeah. play a little music for those who want to stay. But I will end it before the hour's up, and I may not wait for the whole hour. But I'm gonna end it before then, so the other show can kick in automatically. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. It's been wonderful, and we will bring back this topic again in a different way mm-hmm. um, to bring it back the same way. I think we covered most of the points, so I'm always open. Like to, when you want to communicate, say, yes, yeah, we you know, really mm-hmm. more. And so I have a story to tell, and again, I'm still open for that. And I'm going to push that even more because a lot of right. folks would realize that we'll have the live uh, uh, conversations where you tell your side of things or your own experiences, and we always respect. Your anonymity. So it doesn't mean you have to always show your face if you want to, fine. We don't always have to say your name or what the circumstances are. If you live in Georgia, you want to say it's California or whatever. Um, there are a lot of uh, tentative shows that I have and had um, that slipped away in the past because they didn't realize that they said, oh, I thought about it and I can't talk about it. No way to say, talk about it. Oh, you want me to talk about it, but I won't say your name, no problem. Because we need to know the real things that are going on out here mm-hmm. in the world. This, mm-hmm. this is an interactive platform, even though we decide the shows. When you can tell me something you want to talk about, and I'll talk about it. You can call on in or whatever, and we'll roll that way. That's I'm right. Not here. Like, I love the exchange because, again, this is like the living room. This is my concept. 
it's a big living room to, to hold all of us mm-hmm. around talking yeah and yes, this yes. on the floor on the cushion or, or the you know on the pillow or you want to stand by the door you want to lay down on the floor you want to lay back on the couch whatever find your comfortable space and, vibe. and just get comfortable exactly exactly, exactly. say what you, you know? gotta say <laughs> reset buy small plastic rats you <laughs> 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 put some strings on them, you know, you <laughs> describe me <laughs> bad boy uh, syndrome that's mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. I have a little bit of that me you know what I mean I mean I do you know I mean that's a whole other subject but you know you have know. to know what's What's needed at that moment? Exactly. Know exactly. when to do that too. Exactly. Always in improper situations, you kind of flash a situation. You know, in a situation, you might be there on the elevator. I'm not going off into the nasty stuff, but I'm just saying, you might be on an elevator and everybody's all stiff and looking up and whatever, and you're next to your woman and you just grab her booty cheek and you just squeeze it and say in her ear, "You know, I'm can't wait to delve into this later on." quiet she's sitting there can't move can't smack you say oh no don't do that she had to take it and you have a good day everybody good afternoon whatever whatever and she's like Look at you. i'm gonna kill you, you. And you did <laughs> if you do it on the elevator y'all know that you got cameras on there sometime so you right. get downstairs before you left off the elevator and the security guard, a security is, guard is looking at you and <laughs> smiling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Empress yes. LG, this is yes, your show. Sir. So, you know, as a guest, perpetual guest, that, you know, that that, that old dependable. Well, oh, no, no, no. Old faithful. Old faithful, right? <laughs> old reliable. I mean, yes, I mean, when I have the most money, I might not have the best conversation, but when all the well, other... you have the days, best conversation. 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock fail you, I'm that 3 o'clock in the morning guy who'll save yes. the Yes. Yes, yes, right. yes, oh, yes, yes, indeed. And you do wow. have good conversation. Let's just get that straight. Um, well, kind of like that. <laughs> you like that, don't you? Yes, indeed. Oh, that's important. It is. You know, I want to be that old, that old dude in the doctor's office in the waiting room that makes you wish that the appointment didn't go so fast. Like I kind of like talking. To I him. know, I know. You get some of those, you know, and you're sitting there, and all of a sudden, you get to a really good spot, and like they call you. LG. <laughs> Uh, and you come out, and he's gone. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like, oh my god, you know. <laughs> but anyways, off just looking at you on the coffee table. That's no fun. No, no. So this was insightful. It was a little disturbing on some levels. Of course, um, to be, to you be know, successful. Indeed, indeed. Um, we had some good dialogue from different people who, you know, some people had some really horrific experiences being, you know, the children of step parents, whether it's mother or father. Um, we had, you know, stepfathers who have wonderful relationships with their children, with their, you know, let's call I mean, it their children, their stepchildren, mm-hmm. their children, you know, mm-hmm. because I think that's one of the prob, one of the big problems in this whole situation. Um, you come into a relationship and there are children there. <clears throat> it, 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 it can, it's not that it, you can really change it, but you shouldn't be step anything. You know, you're a parent. You are, you are now a parent. Yes, you may have a biological parent somewhere else, 
that is there in your life, but you're also a parent because you're now in a role of taking care of those individuals. You understand? So there is there is no step anywhere. And, and maybe we have to start re, you know, reassessing how we use these words. But um, there's only one thing that I really, I, I, I just cannot accept and I won't accept. And I'm fortunate enough that I'm at an age where I'm not going to be a step anybody, you know, but if I were, and if I did have to have a, a, you know, another person in my life for my children, there would have to be some level of respect. You know, you don't have to like everything about the person because that's human nature, but you will not disrespect that individual. And fathers and mothers have to make sure that that is understood by their children, no matter what. You have to make sure that that is understood. Now, I, I can, when it comes to discipline, when it comes to discipline, I can understand to some degree when mothers don't want, because I don't want the real father doing certain things. And, and I can understand not wanting a, a, you know, a, a husband that comes into a situation meeting out certain types of discipline to that child, to your children, because it, it can get dangerous. You know, I can understand that. But ultimately, ultimately, above and beyond anything else, there has to be an understanding and there has to be respect. And before you get into that relationship, have a, have a conversation. That's that, you know, you, you tell the person, I have children, have that conversation. How are we going to handle this? How are we going to make it work? Are we good cop, bad cop? Are we together in this thing? Uh, you know, are, are we ride or die on this thing? You know, whatever you say goes, whatever I say goes, how are we going to make this thing work? Those are the conversations that we need to have. And so... If it's working for you, wonderful. If it's not working for you, sit down and reevaluate, reassess. Do you want to stay in it, you know, and try to make it work? Or are you going to get the hell out? Because at the end of the day, it's your life, your health, your sanity, man or woman. I'm not speaking about any one particular person right now. It's your health. It's your life. It's your sanity. So, yes, sir. Wow. I mean, I took about three hours to get that kind of point out. You just said the whole thing in a in a in a, in a shrink wrap kind of way. Well, that's why I'm the host. <laughs> All right, I'll be going on to sweep the floors and clean up the garbage after this whole thing. <laughs> Listen, I'm the host. Okay, I I I minim I minimalize things. I don't want to do too much. <laughs> wow. But yeah, uh, you know that that's what it boils down to at the end of the day, no matter what. Like see Queen Red Pill wrote it out with you know periods and bullet points or, I mean periods right there. It, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Even in a regular relationship, even in your you know, we're not even talking about you know children anymore. Let's talk about you know relationship between a man and a woman. You know, and we're all we all can be faulted for at some point in time being disrespectful to our yes. mates. You know, we can all be faulted for that, but that cannot be the norm. You understand? That cannot be the everyday fair where you're just gonna disregard that person and 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 you know not value who that individual is in your life. You know, so um, yeah, 
R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yes. Good one, good one, good one. I just dropped a link into um for the show that's going to be coming on in 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. My claim up just All so you right. have it. If you leave, you may want to just take it and hold on to it and click on it later on. It'll be, it'll be shortly. So we're going to play some music and, and let things Thank roll. you, guys. Thank you, everybody, for, yes. for being here, everyone that's still hung around. And, you know, I know some people, it might be a little, it might be a little bit of a touchy, a touchy topic. Know oh, yeah. that, you know, it's coming from a place of, uh, you know, let me think about, you know, this. That's, that's where it's coming from. It's not coming from, you know, throwing shade or speaking on anyone. You know, th- this, is, this is an everyday fair in our world, you know, so, um, you know, if it, if it hit a nerve, you know, I can't apologize because it needs to be spoken, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It needs to be spoken. Yes, you be spoken, That's spoken right. to the East. you be spoken to the West. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is yes. important for you being yes. in a mess. you be spoken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know that. I know that. <laughs> you could be stroking because if you're not speaking, you ain't gonna you ain't be gonna be stroking. You ain't stroking That's nothing right. at all. There ain't nothing you be being stroked. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's stroking. Stroking all by your damn self. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't fall asleep. And get busted. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. What are you doing over there? <laughs> what are you doing? Stop it! <laughs> you know the sickest situation I saw was my old girlfriend near Donna. Right, her mm-hmm. father was always ultra strict and super religious, but he was creepy because he was like, you know, you'd see him by himself somewhere, and you're like, let me, let me see this girl walking toward him with these tight jeans on, this short skirt. Mm-hmm. I just observe him. So he would not ever turn around. Mm-hmm. He drops something and have to pick it up, and he's kind of like lean back. Oh <laughs> my god! You want to come back and try to act all holy or something? I saw you checking that girl's butt out. Come on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So he had um, who was it? it was a it was a, it wasn't his brother, but it was his wife's brother. So okay. you know, In it was law. like their uncle, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. he passed on, whatever. So we weren't over there, like like. Cause she lived with me, but she would go over there. So she still had, I still live here like privileges. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. My boyfriend, but I can still come. I got a key and I can come in here any day or night or either one of us and rob stuff out the fridge or go up in the cupboards and get mm-hmm. something late. Right. Mm-hmm. So we were passing through. And the, the visiting uncle who came from the UK with his family also, they were downstairs in the living room, right? And for some reason, it seemed like the second floor was like three floors up. It was just like the steps were endless and it was, they were creaky and everything, right? So they didn't expect us to, to come by. So they were in shock and they were sitting up late at night, no homo business, but like they were on opposite ends of the, of the couch watching porn. And we know this because as we came, she went down to the side to put something in the garbage and she's like, Lance, look, look what they're looking at. They were straight looking at porn. Oh, shit. So inside, like we realized that they were uh, indulging in activities but didn't want the other one to know, but it was quite obvious as both of their hands were out of sight 
and they had a big blanket. One had a big blanket over him, and the other one had a big blanket over himself, right? <laughs> and this is July. <laughs> it's hot. What you doing with a blanket oh on? Oh, my God. And it's like they had an old clunky remote, and as soon as we got in, they heard the it's key, and they heard it clunk, clunk. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it was like some gardening show late at night. Get oh, out of my here. God. Y'all are over there playing with yourselves under the covers in July. In the in July. Say, let's do this. Oh, they, they got a hold of a tape and let's watch this. And they both knew what they were doing, but nobody, they were just sitting there. They go, what, what y'all doing? What's what up the, the covers? Hell? <laughs> that's, <laughs> hilarious. That's, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. But it was like, let's not say what it is. Yeah, straight mm-hmm. weirdos. You're right. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> Two men, two men on a couch. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) they're seventy years old. (laughs) Oh my god! All steamed up, but they both had glasses, and they weren't like like some aggressive whatever. But they knew what they were doing. (laughs) Unbelievable! Seventy-year-olds need to feel good too. (laughs) (laughs) So, So he was like, "Oh, it's nice for you to come visit me. How long are you staying?" You know. Oh, we're just passing through, so they didn't even get up. How could they move. get up? Oh, they got up, but it was under the covers, but they couldn't get right. Right, exactly. right. Exactly. Oh, my goodness gracious. And you couldn't <laughs> tell me that we closed the door and locked it before we even hit the gate to get out. They, they didn't go back to the She said, what? Let's go back down to the side of the house. They put it back on. <laughs> they had to finish uh, up. They I'll have to finish. Lance, you be you always be catching people. Yeah, that's, that's I know. I don't understand it. No, me neither. Me neither. I've never <laughs> I, I, I have never <laughs> in my life. <laughs> never. Do you understand that? I could mm. do it the way Queen Red Pill just wrote out respect. N dot E dot V dot E dot R. Never. Like, we're doing this like, you know, because the uncle that didn't live there for real, he didn't like grab a bank blanket. They knew. They probably sat there and watched it and said, ah, oh, there must be a chill here. Let's get a blanket. You know, you know yeah, you're lying. Right. It was mm-hmm. a heat wave. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Man, oh you. man. Oh man. Oh my God. Like a dude coming into a store, like he's going to shop. Mm-hmm. And it's the summertime during a heat wave, and he we got, got a coat. coat. Negro, you and they coming to steal. Why are you following mm-hmm. me, man? Mm-hmm. I ain't stealing. Well, take the coat off. Take the coat, and everything come falling out. Mm-mm. Yeah, Reese, he's got he's got them radar, man. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Please, <laughs> if I if I was trying to find something, I'd still be looking. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I got I got special radar. I'm always seeing things. Mm-mm. I'm not looking for those things, but I'm, I'm always seeing things like that. Quick. Mm-mm. Sometimes things happen quick and I notice those things. Right, 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 right. Now something else might get past me, but things like that don't get past me. I don't know why, but you know. I so tell you. This is new is in the Scorpio. He's meant to see certain things. <laughs> I know, I know. That's you true. That, though. I mean, it makes life interesting. That's true, Azula. Mm-hmm. And really, the little glances we give, the little quick, unexpected reactions we give, tell so much that you see things and understand what a situation is. You know, he's got a lot yeah. of Scorpio in him. 
<laughs> Thank you, Queen Red Pill. Thank you, darling. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. All right. So take care. Have, um, yeah. 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 Definitely. So let's let's roll, and we got something coming back on mm -hmm. in forty-two minutes. Okay. So it's you a pleasure. Need. We'll have another compelling topic tomorrow, and um, this conversation has been good to me. You know. It has. Uh, it was, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I hope. It was as good to you as it was to me. <laughs> it will be, be better. Be good to you. Be good to you. Remember that song? Yes. Brothers Johnson, Strawberry mm -hmm. Letter 23, was it? Boy, if I only play these shows, it'll be I super know, dope. I know. It would be so good. Like wow. Yeah. Indeed. But we still yeah. have we still have we still have other things to um yeah. to take yeah. care of and yeah. put up that should be interesting. Exactly. You know, yes. Love you too, sweetie. You yes. know it. Mm-mm. <laughs> right, everybody. Yes. Alrighty, everybody. Take care. Mm -hmm. coming. And here's the link again if in case you missed it. There you go. All right. Okay, everybody. Much, much love. We'll be back in the chat room for the next show.
I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I see the things that they do, way less than they say. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Can't be a real, might get you canceled. The whole system need to dismantle. Copper treated like the utmost warning. Trying to rule the block, but don't know what goes on me. News got a story with a new take on me. Carrying out the window with the screw face on me. But I know that God love me when my burn. 95 degrees and I can't get sunburned. Wonder when your government don't make me legal. Burn the whole city if I can't be equal. Get off my please, Brad, I earn that. 400 years, how you still ain't learning? I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I see the things that they do, way less than they say. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Shout out to the trying to gentrify the genre. Tell them free my middle finger to your honor. In the days coming down the seconds on the time. Goofy still trying to purchase that designer. About to buy, learn to grow my own food. Cause I don't like the look they give me in the whole foods. And when you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. But it ain't on me now, I'm limping cause my heavy. But ain't sweet, think we then. My whole attitude on MC Ren. It's my neighborhood now, Bob, I bought that. 400 years, how you still ain't caught that? I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the head. I see the things that they do way less than they say. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. God, 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 God.
I'm going to end the show right here, everybody. After this song, I dropped the link in again. It's showtime. So head over to that link. And there's a few minutes between, but it starts at the top of the hour. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there. I'll be there for a few minutes in and out, but enjoy the show. All right. So um, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. I'll see you there.